0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome... To good hang, hang good hang, episode seventeen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yo, yo, yo!
0: I'm your boy John, and I'm your boy Nathan. We are both your boys, and this week, episode seventeen is up for some goodness. First thing up,
1: we talk about what we've been up to. I feel very bad about those first ten seconds. That's like the probably the cheesiest intro we've ever done. Yeah, yeah, brother. Hey there, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Good Hang in the morning. Good Hang, and Good Hang.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I've been watching. Some historical American TV shows lately,
1: randomly, on TV and on YouTube. And I've been on the other side of that TV screen recording some questionable sounds for a upcoming TV show that I have. Oh yeah, papi. <laughs> yeah, uh, next up we also did um, the regular shit reading um, and... <laughs> that sounds terrible. Shit reading. Uh, we, we read the shats. <laughs> we shat the reeds. Yeah, um, um,
0: we Someone sent us a very interesting article on why we listen to podcasts and also why we do
1: podcasts. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and we also get into a bit of a teaser food talk. Some food talk. Some a food lot of food talk, talk this week. Yeah. Nathan and I are starving. But we got a question mm-hmm. about um, the weird greatest foods that we've ever eaten and the worst worst foods foods we've we've ever eaten eaten. so we answered those questions
0: somewhere in there we had a review of the movie Sicario Uh, go watch it you guys just watch it just watch
1: it don't Don't. question it just watch it don't watch trailers Just just, 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 just live your life just let it happen just let it happen bro yeah and we also get into the. This is our what, like our fifth or sixth game, game time? time. Yeah, we had a really interesting game. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. This is yeah. great. Very fact based. Yeah, yeah. Not did. random at all, John. No,
0: no, no, no. no. <laughs> we
1: learned a lot. We learned
0: some <laughs> things. We learned that uh, either we learned that either that this was Nathan's first time winning, or this was my continuing my streak. Tune we'll in see. to find out. We'll Who see. knows? Uh, we talked about the news. We talked about Ahmed Mohammed Mohammed Allah Mohammed and his clock. Uh, we talked about the
1: Emmys as well. Yeah, that was great. Just a bunch of kids got arrested for the wrong reasons, and then we talked about TV. Because, <laughs> Pretty you know, much, TV's great. Um, and of course, for this week's favorite thing, I'm not. I'm not proud of this, but sandwiches. I'm proud of it. Food talk is always good talk. Food talk is good talk. It's kind of our thing. Yeah. Anyway,
0: thank you guys for stopping by. Uh, message us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Do all those good things. Thanks for telling a friend. Tell a friend. Thank you. We love you. Enjoy. Good hang. Episode 17.
1: See ya. Bye. I'm starting to really not like emails. Emails? Emails. Just in general? Like, I clear my folder like every, I don't know, like every two or three days, I'll, I'll try to get it back down to as close to zero as possible. Right. And it just builds back up to like 50, 60, 70. Well, how many email accounts do you have? Just one. And it's not all from clients and, like, jobs and shit. Some of it's from, like, random bullshit from, um, like, stuff I've subscribed to over the years. And Mm -hmm. I'll always unsubscribe every time I see it. But for some reason, like, it just keeps piling up. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I get, like, emails from for jobs and stuff. And part of me just doesn't want to get to it, you know, because I just want to burn a day of like answering emails yeah just like, that I just sometimes I just don't want to answer emails and then I'll just leave it and <laughs> I know somewhere out there like someone's just angry and upset with me for not replying in probably like 24 hours probably but something about that's comforting because I don't have to be there for his for his or her annoyance and anger this is why you need in this, <laughs> a personal assistant I really do <laughs> this is my official um, what do you call it uh, classified ad if you want yeah. to be my assistant and or manager give me a shout <laughs>
0: I have a feeling you'll get some... Oh yeah, I think you'll get some people responding to that. I don't know.
1: Like, I've been independent for like a couple of years now. Just like More one, than one or two. More than I'm that. I'm independent. More than that. How many years has it been? Since oh nine? Yeah, since oh I've just kind of been functioning by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's nice, I guess. Like, I've built a nice audience since then. But it just gets tiring, man. But I haven't found someone that I would want to... Like, I would trust and be able to work with and do that all that stuff for me
0: all right so so that so i guess you're what what does a personal assistant of nathan artona need to have what are Um, the abilities and
1: i that's the thing that's the thing i've never been able to narrow it down it's not because i don't like the people that i meet or like you know i think like oh like what i do is so important and i don't trust anyone do it Mm -hmm. it's more of just like i'm not completely upset with doing it by myself like i don't hate doing it by myself yeah you know, even though sometimes I do acknowledge I do might need some help, but then like once I get around to looking for somebody, I realize, huh, I can actually just do this all by myself. Yeah, you know, it's just like a vicious cycle of independence. Although I, nah, I don't know. I guess
0: you just have to work harder then, right? Without being such a lazy bitch. Just fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, emails are so hard to respond to like okay
1: i cleared my mailbox down to like zero or maybe one that's pretty on impressive. saturday and then today i just checked i got 55 so i'm like stop you have 55 emails yeah how much
0: of them are like are they
1: all like legit
0: messages like not
1: or i, I just junk? i just i just looked through it 10 of them are legit messages the rest are from like um random shit that i've signed up for over the years yeah
0: this is why i like having multiple email accounts like, and, like I,
1: some of it's useful but some yeah. of it is not
0: well i try to make all that subscription stuff go to one email all my personal emails go to another where i've like i have four email accounts oh and i'm not even that impre- important or impressive a person
1: smart yeah smart 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 hotmail and
0: yahoo and gmail a couple of gmails that's helpful I, keep your shit
1: organized yo i guess I guess it also doesn't help that I put my email address on, like, my Instagram page. Mm. Like, whoever wants to email me. just So, I get, like, weird-ass emails sometimes. Like dick pics? <laughs> you a lot of dick pics? Not, not dick pics. So just, like, like dick I, I had an email the other day that um, came from someone that stopped me on the streets for a photograph. Uh-huh. And the email was... The, was Enclosed was the photograph. And then he says, Hi, my name is XXX. Yeah. My Instagram is XXX. Uh-huh. Please give me your mobile number and follow me back on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> like sure that was brave but something about me was like god damn that is entitled no yeah that is so entitled he or she used the word please oh jeez <laughs> it was just i don't know i didn't i didn't like how i was just asked like that you know, you don't like being asked i don't like being axed just uh, making up
0: tunes just making up tunes just making up tunes how have you been john
1: i've been okay man I feel like we should start the episode before going into that kind of shit. Okay. <laughs> Hello Hi, <laughs> everybody. everybody. Hello. Welcome to episode 17, 17 of Good Hang Podcast. If this episode were the age I was when I discovered how much I hated... Uh-oh, he got himself into a word maze. Let's see if he can get himself out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I can't. Go for it, Nathan. I can't. Uh... Backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> oh, 17. That was actually I can't think of anything smart again, but seventeen was the age that I took my A levels, and that was the hardest fucking year of my life. What's A levels again? Like A levels is the is the exam that you take to qualify yourself into different universities, but it only applies to um, uh, uh, like England systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the English school system, the, wait, wait, the British. Does it, wait, does
0: it describe a year of studying
1: or a sequence, a series of? It's, tests? Two year, it's two years. It's two years. It's two years of um. What do you Americans call it? Like high school, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, two years, and you take an exam at the end of it, and it pretty much tells you which universities you can go to. Wow, it was the hardest freaking exam of my life because I I, I barely qualified to get into a junior college. Yep. And when I took the exam, it was. It was it was tough times, man. <laughs> tough times. But I, I, I studied my ass off and I was very proud of my average grades. Do you have to take an equivalent of an SATs? Is that a thing you have to do? Um, that is sort of S A T ish. The A levels. Yeah. Well here, here's the thing. Because I went to US for college, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my A levels did not apply. <laughs> like my A levels just, just didn't time. Yeah, exactly. It just did not matter to them. Like they didn't recognize that system. So I had to take my SATs, um to because I was thinking of going to a US college, so I had to take SATs after the A levels, and that was a whole thing. That was just like time wasted, money wasted, just like so much effort. And then, I this, in the end, the school that I went to didn't need either of those exams. Yeah, you I could, just uh, needed your musical talent. Exactly. All they all they required was an audition. I could have just like gone straight from secondary school to college. Yeah. Well, did you learn stuff in your A levels? Stuff that applies to your life and has taught you how to learn,
0: perhaps? Anything? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, good, 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 <laughs> sad good, to good. admit, but it good, did. Because
1: I was, I was the biggest like demon, devil child in secondary school. When really? I, like, no. from from thirteen to sixteen, I was just not a good kid. Well, okay, I wasn't like fighting and smoking. Oh, I dropped something. <laughs> I wasn't like fighting and smoking and t- doing drugs and shit, but I was just like very unfocused as a student, mm-hmm. very unfocused. I just didn't want to be in class. I, I would skip class, like get into uh, random bits of trouble in school, like arson. And <laughs> things, I'd burned down a couple buildings. Th- things of that variety. Sure. Um, and I just, I just was very, very restless as a kid. And then when I, when I went to junior college, um, I finally, I, I, okay. Here's how I got into junior college. I didn't get in from grades alone, uh-huh. so they have this thing called DSA, which is Direct School Admission. Mm-hmm. DSA is more for like if you can offer other things other than academic prowess to a school, like musical like prowess, musical prowess, athletic Sports. prowess. So um, it's like you got a scholarship, not scholarship per se. You still have it's to pay. just kind of like no, no, no. It's more of like um, if you are good at this and you get this grade. You can get into our school, so it, it basically gives you a much wider gap. So as opposed to getting right. like as opposed to getting X amount of points, you can get X minus ten to get right. into the school, kind of thing. You know? Oh wow, it's so structured how they let you in or not. It's very it's less subjective. Oh, very very structured. So I I got the bare minimum requirement to get into a junior college, mm-hmm. like the bare minimum, and I got into choir, of course, because you know, choir, of um, course, yeah. But like that's the thing, though. Those were. Amazing times for me because like, it made me so much more responsible. I ended up being choir president, and, <laughs> um, right at the top of the resume. Oh no, yeah, no, it's it's hilarious to say, but it really did help me a lot. You know, like being in a in a position of leadership, being in a in an activity that you know um, uh, attracts the more academic student. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, yeah. and it, it helped me just become a lot more responsible. So I I would say if I did not go to junior college. I would be a rotten kid, man. I'd probably have, like, tattoos and shit. Yeah. like, be all gangster. Lots of STDs. Lots of STDs just, like, flowing out of my ears. You'd probably have a bigger dog. Mm. Like a pit bull. Yeah, with, like, a spike chain. Yeah, with uh, tattoos as well. Oh, yeah. Can you tattoo dogs? I don't know. You should try. I feel like that's not legal. Like, if you brought your dog to a tattoo parlor, what would the guy just, like, would he
0: just... Well, how would they do it? I mean, they'd probably be moving around. I guess you could knock it out first.
1: Mm.
0: But then, like, you'd have to get a dog that has no fur, right? Because or else you wouldn't be able to that see it. That is true. That is true. Huh. Like a short hair. Let me
1: Google tattooed dogs. Please don't. Please don't. I don't want to see tattooed dogs. I think they would look awesome. I'm sorry. The SPCA is, like, flagging us right now. Let's see here. <laughs> the SPCA is flagging this There's podcast. There's a bar called the Tattooed Dog okay. in Missouri. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a tattoo chihuahua
1: oh no that's a uh, that's a cat oh, no. oh man that that's a badass cat dude see i don't know how i feel about like john is now doing wow. photos oh my of god dogs that are tattooed i don't like that i don't dig it I, I think it's it's like the dog has no say in this you know this is purely the owner's what, choice the, what does have the dog have say? in Well, I mean, the least you can do is just not be a dick to it, you know? Like, the dog has no say in this. It's not like, hey, dog, you want to get a tattoo? Woof! All right, he says yes.
0: Yeah, but now the dog, like, stands out. Look, he's so cool. That's, that's, that's That's a gangsta dog.
1: The pain that he had to go through, though. Tattoos hurt. (laughs) <laughs> One of my many reasons my dog is cooler than you. Okay. How's your? Um, what's your status on your tattoo, John?
0: I'm still waiting, man. I just wait until January. Yeah. Because Bra- my guy Bradley At Oracle tattoo. Shout mm. out. He's just super busy, so I'll wait until January, which is good because then I get really ripped for it and then really show it off at the at the at the swimming meets and whatnot. At the beach. (laughs) Son of a beach. So many
1: girls on the beach. Wait, hold on. You're telling me you would never tattoo Nikki? Seriously? Seriously? My dog has the longest hair in the world. If I tattooed her, like it would just be not visible. What about right in the face? Or maybe her her tongue. Tongue tattoo. Tongue tattoos. Oh, man. Do tongue tattoos hurt? John, stop looking through pictures. This is not helping anybody this, from the, on the other dog side of this podcast. This dog has earrings. You should get <laughs> Nikki some earrings. This is not helping anybody on the other side of this broadcast. That's okay.
0: I'm going to put it on the website. You guys turn it on the website. It's All really cool. Alrighty. righty. Anyway. So,
1: John, let's go. What you've been up to?
0: Give mm-hmm. me a letter. Hmm? Do you find the audio levels too soft? Uh, not... Is it soft for you? It's soft for me. All righty. Yeah, what am I up to? Well, Nathan, we are on the closing in on the end of the summer tv season and you know in past years it's been good there's been lots of stuff to watch but this year not a lot of stuff to watch so the fall tv season starting this year really Uh, what's been good what's been good mr robot son narcos you got got suits is coming back i don't know maybe i've just been lazy i don't know but i've been going to youtube for some stuff to watch so lately i've been watching old shows some stuff on youtube and for some reason i don't know why i'm going on this weird old-timey america kick so like M.A.S.H.? No, no, even old. Like I've been watching John Adams. You ever watch that miniseries? John Adams? John Adams, yeah. The one of Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti, Laura Linney, about the second um, president of America oh. and one of the greatest founding fathers,
1: unappreciated in his time. I, I don't appreciate him that much, to be honest. Yeah, you don't even know who he is, do you? I truly don't care. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I know you don't.
0: But without him, we would have no Declaration of Independence. We wouldn't have... A lot of stuff again, things that don't matter to me.
1: Plus, you, really, you don't care about the, you don't care about America. Yeah, I guess not. Hey, I really don't. Like, I, I, I observe it from afar. But like in truth, nothing that happens there like, actually affects me.
0: I think it does. I think you just don't know how it does because it affects the rest of the world. You savant, not savant. That's that's a good thing. You idiot. <laughs> you idiot, you idiot. You're just an idiot. That's what it is. Look at his pimp hair. Yes, pimp hair. Pimp and hair. And then, <laughs> and then after watching John Adams, for some reason, I watched Lincoln again spielberg movie man that's a good movie uh daniel day lewis yeah you want you've
1: seen it, of course obviously right i have not oh really you should watch it it's great i've never been able to sit through it I, I always fall asleep i can see that he does he does have yeah, like daniel day
0: lewis as abraham lincoln tells a lot of stories yeah and he does a really soothing like voice
1: Mm-mm-mm. i don't mm. know something about like biopics like historical biopics if they're not about music I, I switch off a little bit, oh, yeah, yeah. like like not because I don't like it. It's just more like I really have to be super alert.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing about the thing about Lincoln
0: is that I just find it the machinations machinations of how policies come together. I find very fascinating actually. Granted, it's because I've watched West Wing like a million times, it's like my favorite show, and Lincoln's like West Wing, but for old timey times.
1: <laughs>
0: it's the greatest cast. Like the cast is amazing. It's like spot that character actor underneath that crazy hair of theirs. It's like a game you can play while you watch Lincoln. Everyone's in that movie.
1: Who plays Lincoln's mom in that movie?
0: I don't think Lincoln's mom's in that movie.
1: Oh, sorry. I mean Lincoln's wife. No, I'm sorry. No, no. Just...
0: Are you thinking of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer? I am thinking. Yeah, of Abraham Lincoln
1: Vampire Slayer. That's a completely different film. I love. Okay, can we just talk about how how amazing it is that they actually made that movie?
0: Yeah, where
1: uh, that was completely out of left field for me.
0: And yeah, and the two movies out everyone... came out at about the same time, right? Yeah, so Someone was trying to write someone's coattails, I'm telling you. That was Spielberg. A, that was amazing. How dare you. But look at the cast in this movie. I'll just list them. Danny Day-Lewis, Sally Field, David Strathern, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, James Spader, Hal Holbrook, Tommy Lee Jones, John Hawkes, James Earl Haley. Everyone's in this movie, man. They just have crazy hair. Jared Harris, Lee Pace. It's such a good movie. I don't know why. And it's just really interesting. And then I got even more interested. You know what I did after I watched all those movies? I jumped on, you know, Crash Course? on no, youtube no starring john green
1: crash Course, yeah. Vlogbrothers? Okay. brothers yeah oh, vlog okay. brothers. so Sorry. john
0: green the author of the fault in our stars and all that all those crazy movies and his brother hank hank green uh they started this show which basically just seeks to educate people on a bunch of different subjects
1: their whole channel just educates people i love it yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. vlog brothers on a daily basis talk about current events yeah. uh crash course is they went out of their way to like do u.s history 101 u.s History two hundred one. Uh, world history literature i started reading i started doing the literature series and it's great uh guys do yourself a favor and watch the episode one of crash course on english literature how and why we read it's beautiful just a bunch
1: of smart guys
0: yeah but they're smart but they're also funny and and accessible so it's the opposite of this show right now yes absolutely understood we're dumb and inaccessible oh yeah yeah but anyway, in this first episode of English Literature Crash Course, he just talks about why we read, the importance of reading, and empathy, and how to uh, express yourself, how how to expose yourself to other worlds, and like, wow, that's really, really appropriate and important, especially for you Singaporeans out there. Mm. I feel like just reading in general is
1: a bit of a lost culture, yeah. It really has been. It really has been. Speaking of reading being a lost culture, whatever the hell happened to the Good Hang Book Club? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think I think that just goes to show how impressive a book uh, Ready Player One is. Like it was enough to do a whole episode on.
1: I think it was just supply and demand. No one's demanding it, so we're not supplying it. Fair enough, man. That's economics <laughs> at work, which you can learn on Crash Course. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. I think that's a lot of like uh, what this podcast is going to be in general. Like if no one's asking for it, like we're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, you guys out there, you good hang gang out there,
0: you decide what's on here. You drive the content. You really do you steer it. You do. I mean, we—it's like fifty-fifty. It's like a—it's like fifty percent like us, fifty percent you, and then together we make a nice hundred percent sexy, good hang sexiness. <laughs> I just find that it's—it's it's, when you go on YouTube. There's so much stuff on there that you can use to like kill time. Yeah, sure, and see cats jumping. But there's so much stuff out there from content that's being created. That stuff that's meant to improve your lives and. Crash courses, right on the top of that. I love them. I love you, John Green.
1: But cat's jumping though. Like you can't really beat that.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe not.
1: Okay, hold on. I-, I will admit that. I will admit that my YouTube consumption is off the chain. Like <laughs> off the chain. It's terrible. Like I, I, I don't know if there's a way to like. Compile how, just how much YouTube you listen to, uh, you watch. You watch in general, but if someone were to give me a s- statistic of how much YouTube I watch, it would probably scare me. You would probably be like, "Way, way, way, way too much." <laughs> way too much, because every time I burn a day or any time I, I I stay up till like four or five a.m., it's usually because I have dropped into the YouTube vortex. You mm-hmm. know, that'll do it. It's dangerous. Like that'll one second that. you're watching a video about how to make cream corn, and the next second you're watching a video of how does corn get made, and then the next you go into the, the production of cans, into the, how, how people mine metals, and then you start going to, like, the drug wars of 1942. See, well, now you know way more stuff than you did before that vortex.
0: Exactly. I mean, well no, granted, that's it's a, about that's corn. The that's the thing. But... <laughs> like, I,
1: I, I have lots of random bits of trivia and, and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Which so is then, apropos because we're doing a quiz night later. Yeah, bring <laughs> it's it to great. bear. It's great, but then I think about like, oh wow, like I I consume a lot of YouTube. I consume a lot of just like random, like I I follow a bunch of channels. I follow all my late night shows through YouTube. Mm-hmm. I follow like a bunch of stand up, a bunch of podcasts on YouTube. Uh, yes, you can listen to podcasts on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And it's just wow, man. Like it, it would probably go into like it, weekly consumption. It would probably exceed. Twenty-four hours a week. Fair enough. Well, okay. So if you were like, okay, you're
0: judging yourself, right? If you could take a step away, what would you rather do with that time? Like, if you were to tell yourself,
1: Nathan, this is what you should do. I'd rather write more music. Yeah, fair enough. I haven't been writing as much as I should be. But then I think about it and I go like, I feel like I'm stockpiling here. I feel like I'm I'm banking information, yep. banking emotions and perspectives, because you can't really quantify when a good time is to create art. Yeah, totally. So, you know.
0: I mean, there is something to be said about having discipline. Like the there there is the the natural school of thought that's like you only do art when you're inspired to do art, right? But you can yeah. sit down and be like, yo, for three hours I'm gonna
1: write. Yeah. No, if it's that, like that's, free association or whatever, whatever. That's that's what I do. It's just that I wish I had I I could spend more time on it. Right. Like I, I have kinda of trained myself over the years to write at least once a day. Um but the my that rule for me is not a strict like write for this long a day for me it's just kind of write once a day it can be for an good. hour it can be for a minute but sometimes like i will spend like five minutes writing and be happy with that yeah it's good yeah i don't know i think uh, it, it it could be improved yeah well stop well can you watch
0: can you write while watching stuff on youtube how about that
1: uh, I, for me Probably writing anyway. i i need to write like completely undisturbed that's yeah. why I like a lot that's why i sleep at the most messed up hours Because you feel – you write at night because you feel more inspired at night to write? It's not so much inspired. It's just that less is going on at that time. Mm. So I I believe inspiration can come from anywhere, anytime, and it can even be – how do you say Not manufactured, but it can even be um, coerced out of you. I'm sorry. There's children playing in the background. I. This room is not soundproof. Stupid children.
0: <laughs> damn kids! Go inside and play with your PS4. Go play with your computers
1: and your, your damn computer
0: And stop experiencing the life outside. It's, ha- it's still hazy.
1: Stop feeling joy. Get yeah. off my lawn. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. I, I I lost myself there. You lost yourself in your Clint Eastwood impression. I lost Pre- myself.
0: N- I lost my- hey, my police. Good song. Um, Yeah. So what you okay? That's that's <laughs> we've been watching YouTube. Is that what you've been up to this week, Nathan? Anything more interesting than that? Though YouTube is very interesting.
1: Um, anything else? I can't remember if I've talked about this yet, but I have been doing some post production stuff for the Ooh. HBO show. Um, yeah. Um, stop me right now if you've heard this, but uh, I've been doing some post production stuff for the HBO show. Just kind of getting into um, uh, this thing called ADR. I believe ADR stands for after. Dialogue. Dinosaurs. No. Rome. It's A- ADR. something dialogue recording. Is it after? Yeah, I think it's after. After dialogue It's, it's basically recording. You, you watch yourself on screen and it goes bleep. Then you, then, yeah, then you, talk exactly. So whenever they want to add new lines, or if something was muffled in the recording, that's how you do it. Like you do ADR. You're in a studio, and they try to replicate the, they try to replicate um, the conditions, and basically get new lines in or improve the sound quality of yeah. the previous lines. And so it's I funny. Mean, it's and you've been doing that, but it's funny because once you know about ADR,
0: when you when you when you watch TV shows, you can always tell when it's ADR, something's ADR'd in.
1: Well, I feel like I've been able terrible. to tell for a very long time because sometimes it is quite so badly obvious. done. Yeah, they'll be like they'll be in a nice big echoey room, then all of a sudden they will be like, "Where is he?" <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, Where is this... <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> the sound quality is just like it's
0: it's it differs greatly because yeah. what's the reason they do they do it sometimes because the audio wasn't clean when they were recording yes. at the time sometimes it's not clean sometimes because like you're using actually... you're
1: using lav mics that are underneath your clothes yeah um so sometimes like you know, if there's ruffle, body ruffle, contact ruffle. there's ruffling uh sometimes uh if say there's excess excessive background noise yep like, say, if it was raining or there's traffic, yeah. um, they might want to re-record some of yeah. that stuff and sometimes
0: well. you'll notice in TV shows, like, it looks like once they start editing the thing, they're like, oh, we need to remove this scene. But therefore, to get the information across, we need
1: to insert a line somewhere. You'll exactly. notice that,
0: particularly in, like, reality shows. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: So sometimes it'll be like, oh, we can take out this entire two-minute scene and do the, it with this one line, yeah. do the exposition in one line. So let's just put that one line when his head is facing the other way. Exactly. So, yeah, I've been doing that. And... Uh,
0: you don't like it? Is it no, weird? no, 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 no.
1: It's not that I don't like it. It's just that uh, an awkward moment came up Uh-oh. during this ADR recording. Did you get a boner inappropriately watching no, okay, yourself okay, on a okay, no. big screen? So uh, two things. First thing, I did not realize my head was that big. Yeah, it's pretty big. I know my <laughs> head is large based on like the size of hats that I wear. Um, And that most hats in stores don't fit me. But I've never been able to have a proper perspective on that until I saw myself on screen next to another person. And I was like, holy shit. Well, don't forget the
0: camera adds 10 pounds.
1: Yeah, but not 15 pounds to your fucking head. Like my I looked like a lollipop. Anyway, (laughs) that was the first thing. Second thing. Um, there are a bunch of intimate, steamy, romantic scenes. Bounchicka wow wow. wow wow scenes in this TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, Half World's coming to your TVs in November, December. Check that out. Um... Mm. And uh, let's just say I had to do some recordings for those scenes. Oh, that so, would have been awkward. <laughs> Holy shit. So basically they said, okay, uh, can you watch back this scene and just make some kissy and breathy noises?
0: Kissy and breathy noises. And I'm
1: just alone in the studio and they're behind the glass and I'm like, um, yeah, uh, okay. Can, can and we, uh, <laughs> Nathan, Nathan, can we,
0: um, mm, can we have a more sloppy, please? Just uh,
1: like, like, like this, like...
0: Mm, yeah, that, that's that's but no, even more, even more. Yeah, like 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 you're like you're eating the world's biggest ice cream cone. Okay, less gaggy. Less gaggy. Oh oh oh. Okay okay. Medx Medx Nathan Darno's joking on his own saliva.
1: <laughs> Sexy saliva. So, like, it was funny because I was so. Okay. The people opposite me, like behind the glass, the producers and everything, yeah, they were completely cool with it. Like they, well, they do this, this is, all yeah, the time. Exactly. I'm sure, this yeah, exactly. This is like yeah, their fiftieth, sixtieth time asking someone to make breathy kissy noises to <sighs> a mic. But this is my first time. And because they were so comfortable with it, I felt that I, I had to be completely cool with it. Yeah, like, like- I felt like I couldn't even comment and go like so, so, so this is awkward, right, guys? Uh, uh, right? Marathon,
0: like, uh, like, Shut up and do the the BKNs, the breathing, <laughs> kissing noises, please. Get like some I had, BKNs.
1: I had to be super, like, like you do this all inverted, the time. Open inverted commas, comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Yep. All right. So. Uh, see, I don't want to make the real noises I made in that room here because yeah, because that's spoiler alert. You have to you have to tune into half. <laughs> I don't want to make you guys uncomfortable. HBO. But yeah, I spent pretty like the they, they pretty much looped the scene two times. You just and made out with yourself. I made out with my with my arm with your arm Ooh, and I had to make breathing noises. Like,
0: Wait, why <gasps> didn't they bring in your why didn't they bring in your your co star and like just have you guys just go at it? Um, in a sound booth. I feel like that's
1: unnecessary. Also, my co-star lives in Jakarta, so that didn't work out. And too expensive yeah. flyer in. Fair enough, too expensive. Fair yeah. Or he? Don't know. Have to watch, watch, <laughs> right. watch to, so to yeah, find out. So that that was what I did of my week: that's just crazy. making breathy, kissy noises to myself in a large recording studio <laughs> while four grown men watched and jerked off. Yeah. You know, just just your regular
0: Thursday afternoon. Just a usual Thursday. Just yeah. a, just one of them days. Yeah. All right. Well, we actually also did something together this week. We Yay. did. Good hang outside of the podcast recording time. We, know. we watched Sicario, Nathan. Sicario. The movie that I will never remember the title of the name Is it Sicario or Cesario? I think it's psych
1: Sicario. 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 That's more Italian, right? That's more Italian. So, yeah. Um, John and I, we watched Sicario. And uh, if you haven't heard of this movie... Um, good. Just go watch it. Yeah. Good. Don't go... Just No, sorry. Watch it. Because um, it's... Okay, basically, great movie Mm -hmm. and don't watch the trailer because the trailer trailer gives away so much. Because
0: the amazing – I'm usually not of that, you know, don't watch the trailer brigade. I mean, I have my own way of dealing with trailers and how much they give away. But usually I'm like, eh, it's fine, it's fine. But really, like, I I just knew this. I heard about the movie. I heard it was great. I saw Emily Blunt on Colbert and I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to watch this movie. And I'm so happy I did because it turns out a big part of this movie is like thriller and like mystery and like, who's who? Yeah. Who is the Sicario? Ooh. Yeah, because the first thing they say is that when you watch Sicario movie, means hitman means hitman in Spanish. so it's like, oh, I don't even I'm like I'm watching I'm like, why is this
1: movie called this? And then by the end, I'm like, oh, I got it. It's it's called that because Agent Forty Seven was taken. Totes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, great cast. You've got uh, you've got Emily Blunt. You've got Benicio, Benicio del, Toro, del Toro. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. I love Josh Brolin. He seems like the coolest, least Hollywood Hollywood guy ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: And I like how he's kind of like he was like a star, and then kind of went away and came back again. I admire that he can do that. Yeah. it's amazing.
1: He, but he has a presence that just kind of. It 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 didn't feel like he was underplayed or over like too much in it. It was just like he's Josh Brolin, you know, he's like he's he's the face that you've seen in movies for years and Mm -hmm. years, and TV maybe if you if you've watched that for that long. But (laughs) great screen presence. Emily Blunt, fantastic. Like, okay, I don't know if this makes sense to you, but the whole time I was watching this movie, I kept thinking that the stars are not the main Attraction, mm-hmm. Like for some reason, even though Emily Blunt, Benicio Del Toro, they have plenty of screen time. But for some reason, I just felt like they weren't overwhelming the screen. Like the story took center stage. Yeah, I will. 100% the story agree took center stage and never once that I feel like, oh, they're like using that star too much. You know, because sometimes like if you watch a movie, it feels like they're just banking it all off right. that one star's right, presence. Right, right, right. Mostly you see it in like Will Smith movies, Johnny Depp <laughs> movies. But like this movie, the stars were secondary to the plot. Yeah, like they were assisting storytelling through beautiful shots, visual metaphors, lots of aerial lot shots. I was gonna say, if anything else, it's it, it. It was the director's movie, like a little too much, even. Like
0: I was like, man, oh, look at that shot, look at that shot. It kept <laughs> kind of pulling me out, but then I kind of eased into it as we got into lots it. Lots of visual
1: metaphors, though, in, in yeah. those
0: shots, and I loved it. Um, like there's a one there's one two shot between in the car I won't give away too much but between Benicio Del Toro and Emily Blunt it's like a you're relatively standard not not an over the shoulder it was a clean single to be technical so instead of like you don't it's an over the shoulder in that you're looking at two different perspectives but there's no actual shoulder it's called a clean single and you can see the depth of field is different in both shots in one shot you can see what's on the wall in the other side and then in the other shot you can't see what's on the wall and look out for that when you go watch it but this is a great film how do you sell this film without giving away too much it's a It's a mystery, it's a whodunit, it's a thriller, it's crime, it's drugs, it's Mexico, it's amazing. That's what I'm going to say. That's my review. Clean single.
1: Also what they call John at the Bar. Hey, Hey. not so clean, ladies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would rate this um, 8.5 dime bags out of 10. Yeah. I'm going to rate it a kilo out of a kilo
0: Mm. of, of Cocaine, cocaine. It's cocaine here. No, it's not a perfect score, but I. It's pretty <laughs> high up there, though. It's probably one of the. It's. It's the movie that got me thinking. Like one of the only movies this year that I watched that had me thinking afterwards. I was like, oh man, like, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, because it all came together. At first, you're like, this movie sucks. It doesn't know how to tell a story. I don't know what's going on. But then that's it. That's it's like I said in my review on Twitter. It's like it doesn't hold your
1: hand. Yeah. But by the end, you know I, exactly what's I happening. I love great. movies and TV that do that, though. I love it mm-hmm. when they kind of they let you put two and two together. Yep. Because I hate it when movies. Over explain the plot, yes, and they kind of they 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 just kind of give everything to you, explain everything to you,
0: throw in a flashback, yeah, exactly. Throw in some explanative explanative dialogue.
1: Like, I prefer it. Oh, my, there's so much background noise today. It's
0: Nikki, you hear my dog? Maybe you should tattoo her.
1: Oh, jeez. anyway. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry, listeners. Very unprofessional. This is what we get for
0: recording at five o'clock in the afternoon. Stupid idea was this.
1: I should probably soundproof the room a little bit. Anyway, um, yeah, I love it when movies kind of assume a level of intelligence with the audience. Uh, Like, for example, one movie that comes to mind is like Social Network, Mm -hmm. you know, Social Network, very technical movie. About a very technical um, world, you know, coding, programming, things like that. But never once, if you watch the movie, do they explicitly explain to you what, you know, this command does uh, or what this uh, legal term means or what this proceeding is going to be. They just do it. They just do it. And they assume a level of intelligence in the audience. And lets you kind of figure things out and, as they go. Yeah.
0: And it's okay for the movie to be
1: ahead of the audience,
0: quote unquote. In fact that's what you want. Yeah. You don't want the audience to be ahead of you in yeah. that like they're they're predicting bored. Everything they're predicting that comes everything. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh that guy did it. Oh it's so obvious he's the killer.
0: Yeah. Which again I also have I also have a an open letter to that too. It's fine if a movie's predictable, like a little bit, a little bit if you know what I mean? Unless it's predicated on the fact that it's not a predictable movie, you know what I mean? M Night Shyamalan, shout out! Yeah, whatever. But if like if a movie throws in twists and turns just for the sake of not being of being unpredictable, I hate that just as much, if not more, than a movie that's just too predictable. You know what I mean?
1: That was that was a big twist in logic. I like that; it was unpredictable. Yeah, boom! Hey, hey. hey. Sicario, go watch it. <laughs>
0: it's awesome. They had one of the most. They have like tense. Shootouts, and I love that in a movie—a good tense, real a shootout in real time. I love mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, shootout, down, bang, 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 bang.
1: Anyway, do we got shit to read this week? We Johnny? do have shit to read. Then Let, let's read that shit. So let's read their shit. Hey. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you wanna say. All you do is ask, because we read your shit.
0: Hey, we got a couple things here. Um, a listener, um, at Callie Lines on Twitter, sent me a really interesting article about um, about a guy who is addicted to podcasts. Uh-huh. The title of the podcast is I'm Addicted to Nearly 50 Podcasts by Stephen Mack on the Kernel website. Did you get a
1: chance to read this? I've read bits and pieces, interesting. yes. It, I was said very, it was very interesting. Um, To read the perspective of someone that, you know, you feel like you could really relate to. Exactly.
0: So let me just read the opening paragraph here. He goes, when I wake up in the morning, even before I make coffee, I put on a podcast. I listen to podcasts when I'm on the subway to work, when I walk out for lunch, when I run errands, when I clean the houses and do dishes. And sometimes even as I fall asleep at night, I'm subscribed to 48 shows and I listen to almost everything within one or two days of its release. Yeah. Like that's (laughs) pretty much me too. Maybe
1: not as much. Not 48 shows. Like, that's a bit much. Like, okay, like, if I look at my current podcast listing, I have, like, three that listen to religiously. Other than that, like, the rest are kind of, like, as and when like good guests come up or like if something interesting in the news popped up and i want to get their perspective on it yep other than that like i just listen to three shows like religiously consistently they're always there i listen to 36 as of that's on that's how many programs i have i don't listen to all of them religiously though some of them i don't even listen to at all see i don't understand how you could consume see okay to be able to listen to 48 podcasts at like up to date every single time you that needs to be the only form of media that you consume yeah no like he doesn't watch tv doesn't read movies no no books no comics like it's just that one
0: thing well here's the thing And he goes on to talk about it um podcasts gave me the one and only thing i want from media i want smart people to talk to me and i will listen to them for as long as i possibly can whether it's a a well-produced story or just telling me their thoughts on a recent event sports news etc or conducting an interview with something interesting i want to be listening that's exactly why i listen to podcasts too yeah
1: I listen to podcasts. Yeah, like a lot of it is the unfiltered nature. A lot of it is the is the level of the degree of honesty that you can't quite yeah. get from a lot of forms of media. And the intimacy, the intimacy.
0: Like I'm in your ears right I'm now, inside girl. In your ears. Yeah, you like that? You feel me? You feel me inside your ear, hole in your ears. Oh, oh yeah. And chill up yourself. Okay, now no one listens to our podcast.
1: <laughs> but yeah. yeah.
0: And also, I mean, this this article had the uh, the advantage of like introducing me to all these new
1: podcasts. Now I listen now I've subscribed to a b- couple more. <laughs> so thank you, Callie. Yeah. Well, yeah. well thank you very much for that. Thank you for uh checking out stuff that we might be interested in. Yeah. And sending and, it our way. And
0: if you if we made you think of this or this article made you
1: think about us, I'm actually quite flattered. I'm really flattered only because yeah. I can't believe that we can call ourselves podcasters like it still blows my mind on like a maybe a, a by bi- daily basis you're like, like, you're like a, walking, walking, walking walking oh my god i'm a podcaster exactly like i'd never thought i would find myself in this position yeah only because i was such an admirer of the medium for so long that's no, so good that i never saw myself as being in an active member of that very exclusive club you know it's
0: not the, all that exclusive everyone and their mom has a podcast If you're an entertainer in America. Well, not in Singapore, though. (laughs) Not in Singapore. Boom. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it it. All right. We got a message to us via the website, uh, goodhangpodcast.com. This is one of them from our good buddies, Anson, part of the Good Hang gang. Yo, yo. His subject is worst foods. He says, hey, John and Nathan, I recently tried army rations, and since it was the worst thing I've ever tasted, (laughs) I'd like to ask what are your experiences with the worst food you've ever tasted? Also, if you have the time, here's a little game time. Listener challenge, you edition. Share with us one food you think is kind of weird but is amazing to eat. To make it a little more interesting, if you guys can make it sound super tasty enough to make me salivate, I'll get the winner some goodies when I see them. Hehehe. <laughs>
1: Uh-oh. Okay, so the first question is the worst, worst food. Worst
0: food you've ever tasted. What would be the worst food I've ever
1: well, tasted? Well, okay, before we get into that, army rations aren't that bad. I mean... Okay, they don't look great. They're the least appetizing things on earth, only because they come in like a dark green aluminum casing, like a bag almost. Yeah. Actually, I'm really interested in that. So break down, what is in a Singaporean army ration? Okay, so it differs, really. Uh-huh. So it comes in like a plastic little sachet, and inside that sachet, it breaks it down into three food groups. Sachet Sache. Sachet, I'm sorry. A sachet, you know, the things that... A French dance move. French, French people. sachet that. across the stage. Anyway, yeah. so yes. What's in, in the this... plastic sachet. So inside, I might be completely off because uh, you know it changes over Maybe it's the years. Changed, yeah, yeah. But um, when I was in the army, um, it came with one dark green sack of like your entree. Okay, a <laughs> so sack of entree. Okay, a good. sack of entree. Uh, it would usually include a carbs or rice or noodles or delicious, pasta, whatever, delicious. in some kind of sauce. So the sauce would either be curry or like. It's, it's usually curry. It's, right. it's, it's either, a curry of some yeah. kind. It's either curry or just like vegetables or things like that. But it's always like in this green sack, and 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 you eat it out of the sack. So you just kind of like poke your fork into it. So when you look inside, do you, do you heat it up or like is it just totally cold? um temperature. You can heat it up. It's just that like these rations are usually meant to for for um, uh, they're usually meant for consumption outdoors. Like yeah, as rations. Well, like,
0: sure, but I mean, like in America, they do this thing where it's like. I forgot how they do it it's like something you pour hot water into it and it heats uh-huh. it up it's well, like a so, no, it's it's like like you, you no. can
1: totally do that it's just that like in the interest of time because you know they, it's more of like it's you have people like, to kill exactly it's more you know, of like eat this, to maneuver. eat this in 10 minutes and then we're done we're, yeah. we're done we're done so you can actually put it inside your little uh tin i forgot what it's called but it's like a square it's like a rectangular tin mm-hmm. fill it with water put it in the water, start a fire, and heat it up that way. Mm-hmm. But then that's like half an hour gone. So you usually just eat it out of the sack. You don't need to heat it up, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, your standards of like living when you're in the army drops a-, a whole lot. And you just don't really expect that much. Like, oh, that floor has bugs and a tree in it. That seems great. I'll sleep there. Or like, <laughs> oh, that food is cold as ice, and it looks like my dog's food. Yum. So it makes you hard. Exactly. Makes you hard. It makes you tough. But but it really it really does lower the standards of what you expect of like okay how do you say this? It lowers your own threshold. Yeah, the threshold of what is acceptable to you. Exactly. Yeah. It so makes like you now, hard. Exactly. So like so so right now like nowadays when I go overseas or something and I stay in an Airbnb or something mm-hmm. and it's a really shitty apartment. I'll be like, it's all good. Not that bad. No, but <laughs> but I'll send weird. pictures to my parents and be like, that's terrible. Oh my gosh. Why can you live there? It's like, well, I've been in the army. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, the, the, the dark green sack. Then there's also a, a packet of uh, biscuits from Kong mm-hmm. uh, standard stuff. Uh, then th- what else is there? There's usually, um, what else is there? Is there remember. like a dessert? Oh, the, the there's fruit? the biscuit. The, the, the that's the dessert. The biscuit, okay. Yeah. Um, comes with like water, a bottle of water, and that that's about it really, from what mm. I can remember um so it's 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 your daily requirement of nutrients um it's not the best tasting stuff in the world, but it's not terrible Anson come on it's 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 <laughs> edible, you know if you're in a bind, but yeah. Worst thing I have ever eaten. Yeah. I'm I'm having trouble thinking of something like the the worst thing I've ever eaten. Okay. uh, So two things tie for top place in my case. I'll be real quick. Mm -hmm. Both were in Chinese countries. Okay. Of course. So first uh, on the list would be in China, I ate a scorpion. On the roadside, they were selling a bunch of exotic skewers. So um, there were things like starfish, scorpions, snakes, cockroaches, things like that. And you know I thought it would be yeah. an interesting idea to eat a scorpion. basically just to have a story, right? Just to be able to say that you so, had one. Well, I don't even know if that came to mind at the time because I was I was actually like 12. Okay. I was younger. <laughs> And I think it was through coercion. You didn't know you didn't yet know that stories existed. Yeah. No, I think I think part of it was coercion from my brother and my dad. they were like, Yeah, do it. And I was like, Alright, I'm doing it. Did they did they do it too? They did it too, yeah. Okay. So we all three of us ate, yeah, ate a scorpion each. Yeah. Um and it was not good. It was not great. Not it was bitter, very bitter actually. It tasted like eating dried bones. Mm. You know, if that makes sense to you. Also, here's the kicker. Um, the person that prepared my cockroach Did not clear out the stinger completely Oh, what a dick And I consumed some poison And I was very sick the next day <laughs> Um, But side note, starfish Tastes like ground beef Really? Yeah, anyway On a skewer, you had an a skewer? Yeah That's second, second thing The second grossest thing I've ever eaten Or tied for first place mm. Was in Taiwan I ate a pig's blood cake Huh Yeah They call it Shue gao Sheikau. Which is confusing because ice cream is shekau.
0: God damn it! I'm never, <laughs> never going to understand Mandarin. That must get a, That was confusing when you go to the local um, Denny's or the equivalent in China and you like, can I get right. some shekau?
1: Like, give <laughs> uh, you a cup of pig's blood. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. A minute. Um, but yeah, it was horrific. It was It was like this, like um, long stick of. Gelatinous brown, right? I I don't even know what what else to call it. It was just gelatinous Gelatinous brown. brown. Yeah, sounds good. And like the thing they ate in um, it smelled it smelled irony. It smelled of metallic. Yeah, metallicness, and just a bite into it, it was sweet because of like sugar, I guess, and salty, and but all those tastes were just being overwhelmed by that iron metallic taste, and it was just not for me, no thanks. Yeah, but the worst part was that it was offered to me by somebody who was very nice about it. I was like, oh, like come on, like, eat this. I bought this for you. Have some. And I took a bite. And I was like, oh, interesting. Interesting. And I had to spend like a good half an hour just holding it in my hand, taking small nibbles <laughs> because like, I was still, Oh, you're such a person. nice guy. I I I didn't want to be like, not for me. What thanks. the fuck? And I just threw it in their face. <laughs> give, <laughs> give, give
0: me a good of the she cow. I want some she cow to take away the taste <laughs> exactly. of the she cow. Exactly. Um, but yeah,
1: those are the two worst things I've ever eaten. Yeah
0: actually i I guess mine too is on the awful side of thing o f f ale like awful probably the worst thing I've ever had is like it, just like really poorly made liver mm. like it's in like Luga, which is like the Filipino kanji it's the only one that really really comes to mind it's like so you got a rice porridge, and it's got, like, chicken, and it's got little bits of, bits of liver. And this is before I really knew what it was. I just moved to the Philippines, and I took a bite. I was like, mm, this is probably meat. I took a bite. And I'm like, oh, it's, like, pasty and mealy and not good, and it coats your tongue, and it's not nice. Not a fan of liver. Actually, I love liver when it's prepared properly. Like, I like a good chicken liver pâté. Foie really? gras is one of my favorite things in the world.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But, yeah, my, my, my relationship with offal, like, like, different organ meats is different, right? Like, for example, I love bone marrow. Mm. that's so good
1: yeah like a like a osubuco
0: yeah great stuff no but like you just go to like for example it's who has who does a good one um mozza the pizzeria yeah just give you the bone marrow, salt in half a little garlic bread to spread oh it's delicious it's yummy yeah Uh, i've tried brain i've tried cow brain was that awful tastes like scrambled eggs watery scrambled eggs so
1: it wasn't bad i had one bite i wouldn't go back to it right was it a texture thing i think so 'Cause like, I don't like liver because it's a texture thing for me. Like it 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 breaks down into like this sandy grainy thing. Yeah, when it's, it's like, not made properly, but if it's a really well fatty liver, like a goose
0: liver foie gras, which yeah. is very cruel how they make it, but delicious.
1: So, like whenever so. I go to Hawker Centers and I get batchummy or something, like they no always liver. they always have liver in it and mm-hmm. I'll always ask them, Get that shit out of there. Like some people love it, but I just I cannot. Like I ha- okay, for me, I'm not a picky eater, but liver and oysters Hmm. I'd rather not. Like, I mean, oh, I would, I still, I I would still eat it if those were the only things available. But nah, no. oh, you you
0: would choose to you wouldn't die is what you're saying.
1: Well, I mean, I'm I'm not the kind of person that gets like squeamish about things. Mm-hmm. I don't really get um like jittery sure. about food. I'd be like, oh, that sounds gross. I'm never going to try that. Like, I will try you're anything, try but. If given a choice, I would rather not have an oyster. Absolutely. Fair enough. Totally fine. But if someone ordered a plate and everyone else was full and they're like, oh, eat the last one, I'd be like, okay.
0: Is it raw oysters? Like, what about baked oysters? Like an oysters Rockefeller.
1: Mm, Just generally not Really? Okay. I just don't like that overwhelming
0: taste of the sea. Briny, if you will. Yeah. Briny taste. Fair enough. Fair enough. All righty. I, I, think, I think that's that's pretty much it from we read your shit we read your shit yeah so guys send us more stuff via our website via Twitter Facebook whatever we want you to drive our content we want you to give us stuff to talk about because it's fun I like the challenges <laughs> so wait so we let the challenge right let's see what Anson said here's a little game share with us one food that you think is kind of weird but is amazing to eat ooh okay and then kind we want to we way. had to make it really appealing sounding
1: kind of weird
0: Well, I'll go with foie gras then. Like I think a lot of our listeners know what it is, or maybe haven't, but maybe haven't tried it. So foie gras, there's a bit
1: of an ethical, um, there's an
0: ethical issue, but you know, (laughs) so uh, it's goose liver. But what they do is they make it. They fatten up the goose. They feed it. I and mean, a lot of people will force feed it so there's there's an ethical issue there like but it's goose liver that you can roast or pan sear and they really clean it up nicely and it's like it's like numminess in your mouth it's unctuous it's got a good meatiness to it it's smooth as silk you pair it with a nice little little bit of um like a fruity flavor to get to give it some pop like a kumquat or like some pear and you put on a nice piece of bread and it's like if heaven was a texture, heaven would be foie gras. I don't want to go there. You don't want to go to heaven? I was like all for heaven up until that analogy. Until it got to foie gras? Yeah. If heaven... Okay. If there was a heavenly... If there was a food in heaven, (laughs) (laughs) the texture would always be foie gras or something. I don't know. It's super good. sounds Um, weird. uh, If you don't like organ
1: meat, it... Give foie gras a chance, yo. Side note, John. Yeah. uh, This is just for John, but uh, there's a place at the CBD called Fire Kitchen and Drink. Ooh. They serve steaks and shit like that, and they have this uh, 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 sauce for the steak it's a truffle foie gras gravy. Oh, forget about it. It's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> um, I feel like that's like
0: pandering, though. It's like you, uh, you guys, foodies, like truffles and foie gras. Well, yeah, we do, but like, it's like here's it one. was it was amazing though. I want this, it right this, now.
1: This place um cooks everything exclusively of a wood fire oven. Oh, that sounds great. And you just, there's that smokiness and everything. Anyway, yeah. Um, my weird but amazing thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a, a full lunch here, a whole so like, meal, like like not not a whole meal per se, just an uh, an, an entree and a drink. Okay, okay. So the weird drink is something that you can get in Indonesian restaurants occasionally. They call it Happy Soda. Oh, I can see where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Happy Soda is basically cherry soda. Sounds good. With condensed milk. Huh. Don't knock it till you tried it, man. It's good shit. When you say cherry
0: soda, is it like a cherry Coke or is it like a cherry-flavored soda? Like Like a Fanta
1: cherry, if there was such a thing. Like pink cherry-aid with condensed condensed milk. It is so it's it's terribly sweet it and sounds incredibly sweet for actually, you yeah but it's amazing it sounds looks good. like it looks like bandung but it's fizzy and it's sweet and tart and mm, milky and it's so good it's no so i can good. see how
0: they work because one of my favorite drinks that is not that weird it's called an egg cream have you ever heard of an egg cream
1: is it like horchata
0: no 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 uh horchata made in mexico egg cream is uh made in brooklyn so it's like like eggnog no no, no. It's, it's really different it's like okay it's really cold milk chocolate syrup and seltzer water Where's the egg in that? That none. There is no egg. It's just a name. That's bullshit. It's but good though. I'm down anyway. for
1: that. That sounds yummy. Yeah, See, that right? sounds just like what happy soda is, yeah. but you know, a bit less um syrupy.
0: But the cool thing is when you're making your own egg cream, you can control how sweet it is just by putting more I'm down
1: for yeah. that. Down for that. I really want to try this Happy How was it called? Happy Soda? Happy Soda. If you go to that. any S-stellar, um uh, chain, there's a bunch in Singapore, get mm-hmm. Happy Soda. I, I bet a bunch of listeners right now are just going like, yeah, Happy yeah, Soda. represent, represent. <laughs> represent. Anyway, um, <laughs> since we're on the Indonesian thing, uh, for the savory jackfruit curry. Jackfruit curry. Oh, yeah. Jackfruit curry. You've had it in my house before. Jackfruit curry is good stuff. So, jackfruit, you know, the yellowy fruit that's, like, sweet and weird in texture. You cook it well enough. You cook it in curry, some spices, maybe some bamboo shoots. And it is... Amazing. Well, there's no meat in it. It's like literally jackfruit is the star. Jackfruit is the star. I love jackfruit, by the way. I had some last night. It's delicious. But but the thing is, when you cook it in curry, it loses every characteristic that makes it jackfruit except for its texture. Right. But something about a a slow-cooked jackfruit gives it a very meaty texture. Ooh, interesting. And it has a nice bite to it. It absorbs the sauce amazingly well. And there's still a lingering bit of sweetness. And this is an Indo thing. I believe so. I might be wrong, but I've only had it in Indonesian households. Um, but it's it's tight. It's so good. Sounds like, great. When you cook it, it becomes gray, which looks kind of gross. <laughs> like it's it just loses all its yellowness. But mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. If you ever had a chance to have jackfruit curry or jackfruit lontong or whatever, try it. Good oh, stuff. I'm all about that. That sounds good. Yeah. And now I'm starving. And yeah, I'm pretty hungry too, <laughs> man. Yeah. So, what's up? What's next, man?
0: What's, would what, you want to do news first or you want to do game time first? What do you think? What do you think? We think. I think we should play a game. <laughs> oh my. Okay.
1: Game time.
0: Game time.
1: All righty, John. Oh shit. All righty, John. So, how many game times have I lost now? All of them. How many have there been? Four? All of them. Okay, I've lost. <laughs> I've lost every game time since we since set, the inception. Again, that is that glass second. half empty, man. I have won <laughs> all of them. That's glass half full. John, okay, fine. John has won every single game. My glass time is completely full, actually. Yeah. I, I hate you so much. I don't,
0: I keep feeling like you're. This is the time. This is when I'm going to lose it. I feel bring it Okay, bring it on. What well, do we got this time? This. Well, week? here's the
1: thing, though. Like, not not hating on you, John, but. Your, your games, My games are, are incredibly games fair are incredibly and difficult. balanced. <laughs> <laughs> they're difficult. They're random. They're guessing games. And they don't require that much intelligence. So I have prepared a game here that okay. requires equal amounts of guessing, Okay. part trivia, okay. and you know a good amount of audience involvement. Okay. I think you know, your games are more fun for the audience to play at home. Mine are just funny. Yours are just cruel. <laughs> all right? So uh, the name of this game is called Bigger or Smaller. How long did it take you to come up with that name? <laughs> At least like 15 <laughs> hours. It took, it took okay, bigger bigger or smaller? Okay. Okay. Trademark it, copyright everything. Yeah. So I'm going to give you two things. So it's like Nathan and John. John, bigger. Well, that- not so much. Yeah. Uh, ish. I'm going to give you two things. Okay. And they're going to be tied to numerical statistics.
0: Oh, okay. And then you're
1: going to guess which one's the bigger number, which one's the smaller number. Uh, can you give me an ex- For example? Okay, for example, um, something like how many movies... Are there... Oh, sorry. Which one's the greater number? The amount of movies in the Toy Story franchise or the amount of movies in the Star Wars franchise? Okay. Things and like Star, that. And then obviously Star Wars is bigger. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Then you go Star Wars bigger. Okay. But it won't be that easy. Okay? It's going to be things that might be related or things that are completely unrelated. Okay, great. Okay, right. now how many do you have and how many does it take to win? Okay. Because so I've been so nice to you. Yeah, continue I'm going to gonna nice. make this a little bit harder. Oh, no. Six questions. Okay. You got to get four right. Fair enough. Right? Okay. So, so you, you can't just pass yeah. You got to get like a C plus.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to get the majority of them right. Already, So All right, let's, let's, go. Do let's do it. Let's do shit. So basically, I'm asking which one is bigger. Which one has the bigger number? Yes. Value. Okay,
1: bring it on. Bring it on. First question. Which one is the larger number? Number of Asians in the history of the NBA? Or the percentage of people who admit to infidelity with brother or sister-in-law? The number of Asians in the NBA or the 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 history of the NBA. Or the percentage of people who have admitted to infidelity with a brother and or sister-in-law. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I think
0: the number of basketball players in the NBA is... Wait, hold on. There was a poll conducted... Right of literally like their and their question was have you slept with your brother and sister yes and the number no of people admitted to that particular poll okay these are the people that admit it. so it might not be the realest number but this is the t- statistic that I gathered fair enough okay so I'm gonna say the number of Asians okay I can you there's okay there's three that I can think of at the top of my head <laughs> Yao Ming mean, Jeremy Lin <laughs> Yao Ming Jeremy Lin and that other guy from all the older, tall guy from the Rockets I'd probably say that there's probably like four more remember I said Asian so not just Chinese. so there's like Indian people not know if there's Indians. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the incest
1: one. Incest is a large number? Is a large number, yeah. You are correct! <laughs> oh, that's gross. So I don't I'm correct about that. <laughs> so in the history of the NBA, uh-huh. there have been 11 Asians. 11 Asians. Oh, I, really, I thought it was like 6 or 7. No. Okay. 3 well, Japanese, 5 uh-huh. Chinese, 1 Korean, 1 Taiwanese, 1 Filipino. Who's the Filipino? I did not look anyway. into that. I'm sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> and then yeah. the, the percentage of people that admitted to infidelity of a sibling-in-law, 17%. Oh, that's wrong. Not much larger, but yeah. One point on the board for John. Oh,
0: sibling-in-law.
1: I said sibling-in-law. Okay,
0: yeah. even then, I was still thinking, thinking sibling, and that was that's fucked terrible, up. terrible,
1: John. Come on. Yeah, All I mean, right. Next, Next one. Depends on when conduct, the circle was conducted. Anyway, yeah, go, go, go. Question two. Number of Nobel Peace Prize winners from Sweden hmm. versus number of Nobel Peace Prize winners from Germany. <laughs>
0: Wait, were these both Nobel Peace Prizes? Yeah. Sweden this, this versus one, this Germany. One is,
1: this one's related.
0: Okay. So okay, the Nobel Peace Prize okay is from Norway. It's given by King Gustav. So Norway versus Norway doesn't like Sweden. Um, see, it's like Germany. They do all these wars. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Germany.
1: Germany has more.
0: Yeah. Wrong! Damn! This is a
1: bit of a double bluff here. My instinct was Sweden, though. Yeah, okay, go obviously. ahead, go ahead. So Sweden has had five Nobel Peace Prizes. Uh-huh. The winners include the founder of the Swedish Peace and Arbitration League, uh-huh. as well as a Secretary General of the UN. Okay. Germany, not far behind, has four. Oh! Germany's winners include an anti-Nazi political activist living in Nazi Germany, uh-huh. and a Chancellor of the Federal Republic of Germany. Interesting. I did fucking research for this game. Yeah, right? I
0: appreciate it. You know, fun fact, you know what, the, what Alfred Nobel did to get the first Nobel Prize? Oh, yeah created dynamite go figure Mm. anyway okay next one all right next one
1: okay percentage rate of obesity in america as of 2015 i don't think anything's higher than that okay yeah or number of johnny cash studio albums wow that's tough percentage rate of obesity in america as of 2015 versus johnny cash studio albums okay
0: Okay, I don't want to do that thing where I do with Nathan where I'm like, oh, this one seems less obvious. This, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just going to
1: try to work it out. <laughs> yeah. So I think
0: the obesity rate in America is something like 35%. Mm-hmm. And I think the number of Johnny Cash albums, oh, man, I think it's going to be really close. It's like it's like the the gamer in me wants to say Johnny Cash albums because it's like, it seems less low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Johnny Cash albums. Johnny Cash albums.
1: Two points for John. Right. The U.S. obesity rate, as of twenty fifteen, is thirty five point seven. What did, do? what did I Boom! Spot on. Almost double of what it was ten years oh, and ago. And then Johnny Cash albums, forty three. <laughs> no number of <laughs> number of Johnny Cash um, albums released over his career spanning from nineteen fifty four to two thousand and three. Fifty five. Jesus Christ. Fifty five studio albums. Yeah, okay, I, so, I can believe that. That's, so John, that's crazy. You've got two more. Two more to get correct, and you've won game time again. And there's again. three left. Three left, right? And I'm going to hate you. Yes, there's three left. Okay. okay. It's just going to get better and better. <laughs> okay. Next one. Number of Pokemon... Oh, God. As of 2015, like... Oh God. All the Pokemon ever. Okay. Versus the lowest grossing film to ever star a Hollywood star. So I'll phrase that better. Number of Pokemon... Versus the lowest grossing film starring a Hollywood celebrity. Okay, so did you come up with these facts and just make the game? Or like, did what, how did you come up with...
0: Okay, okay anyway. So, again... The gamer in me wants to say Pokemon's higher, right? But let's see. Let's break it down. So how would you define a Hollywood star? What is that even? That's like an arbitrary. So so, so, no, no, no.
1: So I I, want to make it clear. So I I can't cheat and just pick like a random independent movie that a student made. You know, I'm going to define Hollywood star as someone that you would know or have heard of in the Hollywood sphere. So it's not going to be like, oh, I have a friend that released a movie that made $2. You know, that kind of thing. It's an actual legit production. And it's the total gross that movie made. Yeah, uh, you know, like the 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 def- the definition of like, like the
0: gross right of a film. The yeah. number of Pokemon. <sighs> I mean, I know nothing about Pokemon. Like, it could be, for all I know, it could be there could be two Pokemon. You know, <laughs> Pikachu and Charizard, or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, I I gotta go. i um, again the gamer in me wants to say Pokemon, but I'm gonna go with. I think it's gonna be close, but I still think the
1: Hollywood movie is higher. Okay wrong yeah, no, i'm so happy okay so as of 2015 after the release of pokemon x and y there have been 721 pokemon there was a movie made less than that, that made less than that <laughs> wait up okay the lowest grossing movie ever to star um, a hollywood star okay Zizik's road starring oh, katherine heigl oh cheat okay it made a total of 30 dollars what the hell? It was shown once a day for six days at a single movie theater in Dallas, Texas. This was deliberately done. This limited release was deliberately done by the director. To because get Oscar consideration? No. Oh. He wanted the film to undergo foreign distribution, Ugh. but needed to fulfill the U.S. release obligation required by the Screen Actors Guild. Fair. So he only released it for a week, once a day, in a random theater in Dallas, Texas. Only made $30. bucks. 6 people went to watch it. What about glo- Globally. <laughs> Um, well, this is like the grossing as, by Right, as man, defined man, by man, a fan. But, but still, game. man. Catherine Hagel, how the mighty have fallen. $30. No, well, this movie was actually made quite a while ago, back when she was still considered like. Hot commodity, huh? Yeah, like a hot commodity. What is that? How in, do you spell Rose? This was back in 2006. Huh. Like, kind of at the peak of her Grey's Anatomy. She was still in Grey's Anatomy at that she time, yeah. She was still in yeah. Grey's Anatomy, that's yeah. Zizek Short. That's Z Z Y. X wait
0: whatever that's this is I wonder why no one went to watch it Road yeah okay anyway next next
1: one next one (laughs) all right so you got two points um, so I have to get these next two get these next two correct or you will lose all right pressure pressure under pressure
0: okay
1: so the average life expectancy of a North Korean male Mm -hmm. versus number of seasons of the entire Power Rangers franchise Jesus Christ. Number of seasons? Number of seasons of the entire Power Rangers franchise versus the average life expectancy of a North Korean male? Right. All right, here's a trick. I
0: don't know when Power Rangers started. It must be in the 80s, mid 80s, say, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like oh, one a year, but I'm sure they did. Is this including like different franchises? Like, I, is it really like the Japanese you, you can't that. really
1: tell. Oh, fair enough. Okay, wait, wait, wait. To make it a little bit easier for you, when I say number of seasons, you're so nice to me. This could mean like, okay, for example, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the original that doesn't count as one that counts as it's two because they did one in
0: japan and well one no in- no
1: no no. they did three seasons of that
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. i know what you mean. okay yeah. so let's see here like you can make the argument that there was a there's been a power at least at least one power rangers every year for the mm-hmm. past like 30 years mm-hmm. at least one man mm-hmm. i don't know but i don't i think i don't think north korea is that bad i'm gonna say okay the greater number is the average what is it the average life expense of a north korean male yeah
1: i'm gonna go with that that's higher
0: really no
1: you're correct okay (laughs) this is like judging to see how terrible you thought north korea was three points on the board so let me guess i think the average age of north korean male is like 75 well hold on okay so 23 seasons of power rangers since 1993 to present latest iterations include dino supercharge megaforce super megaforce and jungle fury the average age, the average life expectancy. Wait, wait so of, Power
0: Rangers is only twenty three? That's twenty three seasons. Okay. Yeah.
1: The average life expectancy of a North Korean male: sixty four years. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I thought that was a, a, like a bit of a curveball, only because have you seen an old Korean person, North Korean person? I other haven't than, seen any North Korean uh, people. Other than they're, they're, behind, Kim they're behind their wall. Like I feel like most of the north korean people you see in like the media that they allow to come out Just kids are like young army like i guess that's what they're going for hey, they're guys. To the image. Yeah. i don't i i thought they the power rangers thing was going to be like in the 40s or something <laughs> at least well no I, I i only counted the ones released by saban okay so i didn't count like the japanese ones the oh Indian then ones, well yeah.
0: you should have told me that because then i would have been like instantly said north korea anyway because <laughs> yeah the first mighty yeah. morphin power rangers i was alive during that time Yeah, so. yeah.
1: anyway okay okay so do. this is the final question this Ooh, is the breaker, for man. All the marbles. For hey, all the marbles. Wow. You get this right, you win game time. You get wow. this wrong, I win game time.
0: Again, that's glass half empty. If I get this, I win game time. If I <laughs> lose this, I
1: lose game time. All right, so final one. I don't like one. winning. Okay, let's go. Number of times Singapore has changed time zones huh. versus number of movies in the modern day The Mummy franchise. The number of times
0: Singapore has changed... What do you mean? So the number of times So Singapore, currently we're plus we're GM, me, GM and Greenwich Mean Time plus eight. Yes. Mean, so the oh, number
1: oh, of times Singapore has changed time zones, it has happened before, just going to say that, versus the number of movies in the modern day Mummy
0: franchise. Okay. So there's Mummy, Mummy Returns, Scorpion King, that's three. Then there's another one. There was the one with Jet Li, that's four. And then there's another one with... There's a prequel with... There's five. There's five. It, I'm gonna, it astounds me how much you know about the Mummy franchise. It's a great franchise. <laughs> I have no idea how many times Singapore's changed time zones. Let's it, see. it will I mean, it will surprise you. <laughs> let's see. I mean I mean uh, this is not like including daylight savings time and shit like that somehow, is it? Singapore
1: doesn't practice daylight savings time.
0: Yeah, I know maybe it did No time. one on the equator does. Which makes sense because you know, yeah. the sun's the same. Yeah. Um it probably changed when they were probably something with the World War Two. I I'm gonna go, I'm still gonna go with the Mummy <laughs> franchise. Mummy franchise higher number. Final, final answer. Final answer. Lock it in. John wins game time, <laughs> you motherfucker.
1: Clutch, uh,
0: so clutch. Where's yeah. my trophy? Where is it? All right, it? so my it's gone. the
1: number of times that Singapore has changed time zones four times. Oh, yeah. which means score- in 1941, Malaya, which what we were called last time, uh-huh. was plus 7.5 GMT. 7.5? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> okay. In, in 1942, because of Japan. Uh, it was plus nine because yep. we followed Tokyo time. That makes sense because they were our rulers. In 1945, no more Tokyo, back to seven point five. Okay. In 1981, to we went, not be stupid. <laughs> in 1981, we went to seven to adjust to the Peninsular Malaysia to right. make arrangements between the two countries easier. And just a year later, plus eight, and it hasn't changed since then. Right. Crazy man. Like time, mm-hmm. like, time differences like over the course of thirty years so wait at <laughs> you guys are keeping track yeah. that's
0: five times that Nathan said but we started with 7.5 is yeah. what we're saying Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I, so it, ch- it
1: changed four times and, Sco- yeah. and then the Mummy franchise is in fact five movies no Mummy franchise Six. Seven
0: movies. seven movies oh there's the new three. Chinese one three
1: movies starring Brendan, Brendan Fraser from 1999 to 2008 and then four Scorpion King Scorpion Scorp- oh like two Scorp- of those I were can, direct why, to DVD why can't I say this four Scorpion King spin-offs yeah that's a tongue twister. Scorpion
0: King spin-offs
1: yeah. yeah there were four since 2002 to present day yeah yeah so is that, what
0: about the asian ones
1: is that included i don't think so anyway
0: whoa game time where's my trophy seriously where's my trophy fuck you where is it i <laughs>
1: think a selfie where's <laughs> that it's behind this thing right here where
0: there you are hi welcome home hi buddy i missed you
1: yeah i feel like i could have
0: made that harder yeah but you're a good guy yeah I, that was a fun one. I like that one. The only difference between that and the horse game is that I give you a third option. That's what makes it harder.
1: Well, no, but see, this one—you could employ logic to this one. You employed clear logic to this game. I hate stop taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make um, a collage. I hate game time so much. See, you—you you employed logic in that game. Like you started drawing from your like what you knew, like facts, and bringing off the number of movies and things like that. You know, your game's just stupid. But at the end of the day, I went with my gut. Game's
0: if I went with my gut more, I would have gotten a perfect score almost. Actually, yeah, I would have gotten a perfect score because I, I thought Sweden at first and I also thought Pokemon, but whatever. <laughs> Fun facts though. Thanks for that. I, I like the effort that you put into that and I learned a lot of the cool stuff. Yeah. Zizik Road. What a piece of shit. Sounds like a piece of shit. Game time. Game
1: time. All then. Jumping so, into the news, hey? Let's jump into what went on mm. in the world today.
0: One, two, three,
1: four! World news, interviews, wall-on terror, puppy shoes, television, movie sports, racist rants, tiny horse. so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing?
0: There's been a couple things in the world this week, Nathan. Yeah, man. Let me, let me ask you something. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story and you tell me what, what you think the outcome was. Okay. There was a guy... Mm-hmm. young man
1: mm-hmm.
0: named Ahmed Mohammed. Okay. And he built something. Okay. And brought it to school. Okay. What do you think that thing was and what do you think happened to him?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, everyone knows about this story. Yeah, everyone knows about this <laughs> one. <Everyone laughs> seriously though. This story. Okay, this guy, Ahmed Mohammed, was, uh, um, was a young man. Couldn't <laughs> have been a worse name for a person. Yeah, really. I mean, he did. I've got wait, some funny quotes from some funny people on here. Wait, that but is probably the most Muslim name I could ever give anybody. The only Ahmed thing that's Muhammad. Muhammad Muhammad. Like Aladdin Muhammad. Yeah, Aladdin. Maybe.
0: Okay, when Ahmed Muhammad went to high school in Irving, Texas Monday, he was so excited. A teenager with dreams of becoming an engineer, he wanted to show his teacher the digital clock he'd made from a pencil case. 14 years old, this kid. And he made a, a clock from scratch and he got arrested.
1: Oh, jeez. Where was this again?
0: Irving, Texas.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. So I've heard of this story. Have you seen uh, the speech that he gave to the press? Oh uh, no, I haven't actually. Um, could you pull that clip? Man? I will. I will yeah, pull this clip. You, while I you, talk you about pull the quote, right, okay, I'll pull it. But yeah. this quote,
0: man. Uh, this is from Ahmed himself. I built a clock to impress my teacher, but when I showed it to her, she thought it was a threat to her. It was really sad that she took the wrong impression of it.
1: You can't just pull out your clock in front of your teacher, man.
0: You know, yeah, that's what they teach you. The first thing is that you don't never flash your clock at yeah. a teacher.
1: They, they they get they get scared. That stuff that stuff is touchy. Anyway, I flashed my clock once at a teacher, and she touched it. Oh, did she like it? Oh yeah. Okay, so um, I have a couple thoughts about this story. So we all know the current climate in the uh, in the in the US regarding terrorism,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, not. When I say terrorism, I don't just mean, you know, literal terrorists, like driving the fear into of buildings. terrorism. I mean, terrorism in the form of like people striking terror into the hearts of, 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 of uh, good Americans. Mm-hmm. So this includes shootings. You know whether they be in schools, cinemas, public places. You know bombs going off here and there. It's the the climate right now. It's it's a bit touchy. So when I first heard about this story, I was like, the, my 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 gut reaction was to be like, oh, that's racist. That's terrible. How could they do that to a kid? You know, just yep. because he's Muslim. Then I thought about it a little bit more. Like, yep. I if I were a teacher in that school, and I and I had the, the slightest semblance of a threat that could threaten myself, threaten the kids in the school, threaten the other students, I would probably act on it. Maybe not as extreme as she did, but I would look into it, act on that um, threat, you know? Because you hear about school shootings going on every other month right now in the U.S. And it's it's no joke, man. Like, things have been getting bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw the picture of the clock that this kid prepared... I saw it and I was like, yeah, I would have thought that was a bomb too. Did you see it? Yeah, it was like in a briefcase. It's case. the messiest, like there's <laughs> it, cords everywhere. There's it was a- in a briefcase full of wires. There was literally like a timer on it. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I would be terrified that's a bomb as well. Um, of course, there's an argument of going like, oh, if the kid was white, would the teacher have thought the same? If the kid was Asian, would the, would the teacher have thought the same? I guess those are things that we would never really know until you really like get into it. Yeah. But the bottom line is in the current climate, You bring something that looks like that, show it to a teacher, um, it could be taken in the wrong way. I mean, of course, this would not have happened in, let's say, 1990. I'm talking about, like, this is 2015. Shit's weird. I, I mean, the thing was, the thing
0: was, is that like, I wanted to be outraged, but my prevailing thought and emotion was like, oh,
1: I mean, yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I get, I get why it, they I get it. it in that way. I get it. No, I, I mean, mean, I, I definitely, I, I definitely sympathize with the kid. Like know? they definitely took this too far. Yes. I mean, it's, it's in
0: it, the fact that they called in the police and everyone got into yeah. it, that he got arrested and taken away. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's kind of scary. Extreme, yes. but at first I could be, I can understand where this person yeah. would be kind of scared. But I guess it's all about context because the gut reaction is to be like, you know, oh, like the kid brought something that's threatening me and something that threatens the other, the other children of the school. But you got to think about context. Who is this kid? Like, well, what's his background? Has he had? erratic behavior in the past i think i think the answers to that are no (laughs) yeah exactly but like it's all about context so that's the part that you know when things get a little bit iffy because if you should look at the hard facts yes the teacher might be justified in her paranoia but if you think about like who is this kid what has he done in the past that would warrant this kind of paranoia if nothing might have been a smidge of you know oh, it's racial definitely, definitely, there's definitely
0: it's 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 outrageous yeah. in a lot of ways but it's like it's more out, i'm more outraged at
1: myself for being like ah, i'm not surprised it's, a, it's like, a smidge of racial profiling here but um uh, the the tides were turned slightly when i listened like, so this kid gave a speech he gave a uh, he gave a speech to the press um, right after um, all the drama kind of settled down and after hearing this speech i was like oh you devil To this kid, to this kid. Um, I'm not going to give too much away, but I'm just going to say, you can tell that his parents coached him for Mm. the speech. It was a very Asian thing to do. And yes, I'm grouping Middle Easterns together with Asians. But it was a very Asian parent thing to do. All right, uh, just play that clip of him talking to the press.
0: So, it was really sad that she took a wrong impression of it, and I got arrested for it later that day. But since since the charges have already been dropped... I will have to say that I am. I really want to go to um, MIT and TAMS, And um, I, I'm thinking about transferring schools from MacArthur to any different school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 All right. So pause it right there. You, you know his parents picking coach. He was like, okay, son. Okay, okay. O- okay, son. All right, let's just do the scene. I'm
0: okay. like, oh,
1: God, I'm so sorry I got arrested by the police I got arrested I'm so sorry it's okay son okay so what? you know what's going to happen
0: next okay oh, yeah I know why <laughs> <Singaporean>. <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: just
0: do it that way okay let's do it how many of if they were Singaporean.
1: oh yeah so what, what do I do okay son you know what's going to happen next the press is going to come to you yeah and they're going to talk to you and there's so many there's going to be a thousand cameras the yeah I'm so world,
0: so it's very embarrassing for our family right father going be I'm sorry
1: the whole world is going to be watching okay yes, yes. so here's what you do okay all the cards on your table okay 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 you want to go to the best school right yeah you want to of go course to the best school in the world right yeah you tell them right there and then no way they say no they can't say no
0: so i just go there and i say hello i would like to go to nyu film
1: school exactly <laughs> or, am I, or MIT <laughs> <laughs> threw curveball at you there. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. And then you look at his grin after he's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. "No, you, you can tell like his parents were like, um, to take full advantage of this. Every friggin' news station is going to be in the world. The whole world is going to be watching. All the car- all you have all the chips here. You have all the cards. Like just." play your hand you and just, just just mold it let's exactly let's, make, let's uh, i really want to go to it. mit oh what's mit gonna say now i wonder yeah yeah,
0: yeah. well when life gives you lemons yeah. find a way to get to mit off of it exactly oh uh, but like look at the support he's getting like uh like zuckerberg went up there and he said uh you've probably seen the story about ahmed the 14 year old student in texas who built a clock and was arrested when he took it to school Having the skill and ambition to build something could lead to applause. Should lead to applause, not arrest. The future belongs to people like Ahmed. Ahmed, if you ever want to come by Facebook, I'd love to meet you. Keep building. Bam.
1: <laughs> good for the kid. Good and for good the for the kid. kid.
0: And then you got you got Potus. You got Potus yeah. uh, chiming in as well. Called for a visit and all that stuff. Let's see here. Where is it? Here's them. There. You got President Obama tweeting, saying, "Cool clock, Ahmed. Want to bring it to the White House?" We should inspire more kids like you to science, uh, to like science. It's what makes America great. Awesome. You got people supporting. Guess what Sarah Palin had to say, Nathan? I have no idea. Oh, God. She said, if that's a bomb, then I am the queen of England. (laughs) If that's a clock, excuse me. If that's a clock, I'm the queen of England. What a dumb
1: lady. Oh, well. Yeah, but but it's nice to see people getting outraged over something all over again in the news. Always good to see. (laughs) Hey, but he wasn't
0: the only kid who was arrested for something really stupid. Bring it. There was, according to the Washington Post, uh, they don't name names here because they're trying to keep it They're minors. They're minors. Yeah, that's true. Uh, The headline says, Virginia school suspends an 11-year-old for one year over a leaf that wasn't marijuana. What was it? it? Japanese oak. Japanese maple leaf. Which to be fair, I mean it looks, it like, looks kinda like, it, kind
1: of, it looks it looks weed esque it looks
0: dubious. <laughs> it looks
1: dubious. <doobie-ish. laughs>
0: a little bit dubious. Alright. Uh yeah. He um, was arrested last year. He's a sixth grader <laughs> in a gifted and talented program at Bedford Middle School in Bedford, Virginia. And he was suspended because he had a leaf in his bag. Jeez. Yep. Why? Because... Why, why did he have a leaf in his back? Here's a quote from the... Oh, I don't know why he did. They don't go into that. But here's the thing. Here's a quote. Look at this. It doesn't matter if your son or daughter brings a real pot leaf to school or if you bring something that looks like a pot leaf okra, tomato, maple, buckeye, etc. If your kid calls it marijuana as a joke or if another kid thinks it might be marijuana, that's a oh, ground for expulsion. Right. So what? he was so
1: he was so he was like kind of messing around hey going, "Hey guys, look, I got some weed. I'm so cool." They don't even say.
0: But even if he was, that's ground for being a douchebag, not grounds for being expelled from yeah, school. Yeah, he sounds he no. sounds like a little bit of a
1: douchey kid. But I remember those times that back in primary school or like for, like first to sixth grade, or whatever. Yeah, like, when you have something like, when, when you have like something cool at home and you bring it to school and like show everybody. I remember those times. Like I would I would I would occasionally like take stuff from my brother when he bought something cool and like bring it to school. And, like, like what? Hey guys, look at this new um, Power Rangers toy or something like that. You know. Ugh. I don't know. It's terrible. I had no friends. <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) yeah me too me too but i didn't try to make friends with marijuana leaves but a marijuana leaf by itself isn't potent no you can't really smoke a single leaf it's got and also it's got to be tried and treated allegedly i don't know
1: a single leaf like especially like in that state it's not potent just fine fine. yeah so wait he's suspended for a full year
0: yep and he's just been able to go back to school now so this was last
1: year that he got suspended it's only now that the news is breaking isn't that crazy that's kind of dumb that it's like, so something dumb. like that could be grounds for expulsion. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess it's all sensitive now. Have you ever been on the br- brink of expulsion in school? Yeah. What did you do?
0: Oh, well, not brink of expulsion. I-, I had a lot of lates. That's why I was constantly in detention. Oh, just
1: late? Was constantly in detention. Yeah. I was... oh. Like, my thing was I set off the fire alarm. Oh, you asshole. And that <laughs> got me in a lot of trouble. I got caned. I got caned on that you day. You got caned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the butt? On, on the hands. Oh, man. Yeah. Arguably worse. Um, but, because, you know, the butt does more like surface area, less impact. Sure. The arms is just like, right. Yeah, I got caned right on like the, 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 the fatty part of my palms. Right. Yeah. The meaty part. Yeah. 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 Um, but I was smart about it. I, I, I committed this school crime on the third last day of school. <laughs> <laughs> so they got nothing on me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was You're such a rebel, dude.
1: So no, I can't I believe I, I
0: know someone who's been caned.
1: Well, it wasn't done out of like, hey, guys, check this out. Is it like, break. I break? Really... <laughs> and you were like, no, you were like, I can't
0: pass this test, you guys.
1: No, it was more like I was. OK, I remember this very clearly. I was messing around with a friend and I was just like kind of around. play acting. OK. like I was using a water bottle and going, oh, look, I'm going to break it Oh. Oh, like in a rig. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, literally, I just kept playing. How'd you like, get caught? I accidentally hit it. Well, I got caught because some punk ass, like. Ratted you out? Some punk ass primary th- four kid. Um, ratted me out. What a punk ass bitch. Yeah, like I ran, I ran for the fences. You know what they and say, like- man.
0: <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Mm. Did you
1: did you beat them up afterwards? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No.
0: So but, you um, ran. Yeah, Just but, ran. but
1: but the school was newly renovated. So yeah. You, no, it was a new building, completely new building. So it came with like high tech shit. So when I when I set off the alarm these gates started coming down like locking off sections of the school that people oh my god like, that is intense yeah basically locking off sections of the and clearing evacuation routes oh, okay so it's yeah. like there's a fire everyone get out before you get trapped in something that's like what that. i thought it was but it's more like yeah, okay, yeah. this is the way you're supposed to run yes, don't yes, run this way yes. don't run that clearing way. Okay. Evacuation routes. so i was running and the first impulse that came to mind was to run back to class because this happened during recess, right it was like run back to class, hide there, pretend that you never left, you don't get in any trouble. I ran back to class, it was like a fucking action movie, like they had these like gates coming down, I had to slide wow. under a bunch of them, and I had to run past people and everyone's like just confused everyone's walking around like why's the fire alarm going where's the fire alarm going? It was the first time a fire alarm had' gone off in this new building, yeah, and like people were going nuts, and I was running, 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 hitting class, and just stayed there heart pounding until the end of recess, waited till people got. Back to class, and when people came back to class, I just like, I just pretended like nothing happened. I was like, "Oh hey guys, yeah, what's oh, up? Oh yeah, hey guys, I just <laughs> woke up from a nap." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then um uh, the period after recess, halfway through that class, mm. um the discipline master uh, the walked, discipline master yeah walked into the class and said, "Can I see Nathaniel Hatono?" That's my full name, by the way, Nathaniel. Fun fact. Ugh. And I walked out of class, and I knew the second that he saw, like I, I was, I was made. I Dang. was made. So apparently, what happened was that the 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 grade four kid ratted me out. They check security footage like Ugh. immediately after, and because the discipline master and I were not strangers, uh-huh. um, he recognized me immediately. Oh, dear. And looked for me in my class.
0: I was, like imagine them watching back the video of you going, uh, it's like, "Look at <laughs> <"Look laughs> this stupid <laughs> idiot! What, what is he doing?" Up and up, there we go. But, oh, yeah, yeah great.
1: good, good times, good times. Yeah, I didn't you... get expelled though because it was the third last day of school. So you, you hardcore, though, bro. You <laughs> hardcore. If you're not hardcore. <laughs> So what else is in the news?
0: Well, Nathan, today is Monday in Singapore, which means it's Sunday in America, which means it's the 2015 Emmys.
1: Emmy? Oh, is it already?
0: It's already done.
1: Oh, shit. Do we have a list of winners? We
0: do have a list of winners. Let's bring it. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, we had, what was it, the third or fourth episodes we went through the nominees, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were pretty wrong. Okay. So, Outstanding Drama Series. <laughs> went Who to won? Game of Thrones. Bullshit. According to me, the world's best show. According bullshit. to Nathan, the world's bullshit show. Outstanding Comedy Series. Went to Veep.
1: Okay. Wait, I'm so surprised that... Mad Men, didn't we, not standing drama?
0: That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, you go with the whole like nostalgia last season, but it's just whatever's best, and Game of Thrones is
1: the best. So. Jeez, it's really not, though.
0: I haven't seen a single episode of Veep, which is stupid, because I should. So yeah. I'm, down- I'm downloading it right now. I'm going to watch it when I get home. Okay. Starring Matt Walsh. Or he's one of the co-stars, one of the founders of UCB.
1: Yeah.
0: Outstanding lead actor in a drama series went to John Hamm. John That's from that's your madman. From Mad Men. Yeah, that was well, great. Yeah,
1: that's that's good enough for me, I guess.
0: Lead actress in a drama series, Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. I have not even heard of that show. Really? It's yeah. from Sandra Rimes. It's plays after Grey's Anatomy. It's She plays a professor that's teaching a class on law that's about how to get away with murder, blah, 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 blah. I'm not a
1: fan of the whole Sandra Rhimes thing. Only because like I'm not a fan of it because I'm a fan of it, if that makes sense. Like I've watched Grey's Anatomy before. Love it. Love Grey's Anatomy. I've watched Scandal. And I acknowledge that those shows are just trashy and not exactly high art, mm-hmm. but they know how to hook you in. Yeah, I think so. And I hate them for that. I think she's stretching herself a little thin.
0: Like, if you put more effort into Grey's Anatomy... I love
1: Grey's Anatomy so much.
0: I started watching the first couple
1: episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. I don't like it. I think it's very—it's a bingeable show. Grey's Anatomy, fun fact. I um, hope this isn't spoiling anything for you guys, um, but... The latest death, significant death that happened in the show happened to McDreamy, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Dempsey, character. And how he died in the show was through a car accident. Yeah. Right? And here's the part that was really messed up. So he... Did he, he just straight he, up he, No, no, no. no. no, 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 yeah, no. Fair enough. He, he tendered his resignation for the show um, a few months before, you know, to ah, give, yeah, yeah, uh, he to give to notice and everything. But he wanted to leave to pursue a career in racing. Oh, and Shonda oh, Rhimes, oh. and Shonda Rhimes, being the twisted lady she is, that's pretty messed up. Killed him in a car accident. Here's the kicker: the song playing during his death, "Chasing Cars" by Snow Patrol. Oh, yeah, but that has a very long history with the show. But isn't that fucking messed up, that's though? Up. He, this, here's a guy chasing a car career, She's and so- she kills the guy that's in a car accident. A, that is such
0: a Godfather gangster movie. like, oh, you want to leave my show, Patrick Dempsey? Okay, you leave my show. It's just our fucking macbook cars okay. cars anything that can do with cars 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 cars
1: that's twisted man hey man that's twisted that's like a curse that's bad juju don't right mess there. with the rhymes don't mess with the rhymes
0: outstanding lead actor in a comedy series I love this one Jeffrey Tambor from Transparent I think mm. I called that one oh so highly deserved that's such a good show you mm-hmm.
1: still haven't watched it hey nope so great watch I've been it. recommending it to people though <laughs> just, what a dick no, only if, no, it's it's like, I bet th- you would like the show no that just shows how much I trust your taste John oh cheers buddy yeah it's a really good show though I, I literally go people like hey have you heard Transparent you should check it out it seems <laughs> really it's like yeah it's really interesting
0: <laughs> that's
1: hilarious yeah. okay
0: going on outstanding lead actress in a comedy series Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep another reason why should watch it I love her outstanding supporting actor in a drama series Peter Dinklage Game of Thrones yeah yeah dwarfism I'm sorry. <laughs> Outstanding supporting actress in a drama series, uh, Uzu Abuda, Aduba. Oh, uh, Crazy Eyes. Crazy Eyes, Some Orange is the New Black. Supporting actress in a comedy series goes to Alison Janney, one of my favorite women in the world. Lover from West Wing.
1: What shows he in?
0: Uh, it's a show called Mom. Mom? Yeah. Haven't heard of it. Yeah. Outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series went to Tony Hale for Veep. Veep and Game of uh, Thrones. is killing up. it, man. Yeah. HBO is killing it. HBO is killing it. Outstanding miniseries. It's this thing called Olive Kinteridge, I've never heard of. I think from and here on, so no, so from on here so on out, it just becomes a Yeah, bit and away. so on and so
1: forth. <laughs> Damn, it's crazy! Like I love how like the TV um, uh, uh, landscape. It used to be like CBS, Fox, no, ABC. All over the place. Now you now have now it's, Amazon, like, Netflix, Amazon HBO. Netflix, HBO, like AMC. Showed all these like left field um, networks. I love it. It's I will great.
0: say this though Inside Amy Schumer won for Best
1: Variety or Sketch Series. That's great. Which I haven't seen it, but I'm surprised that Key and Peel didn't win because mm. Keen Peel is so good. Keen Peel is amazing. Oh. But yeah, I love how like, the landscapes change so much. Which is good. And the competition has risen so much. Because yep. last time it just used to be like, oh, here is MASH. Not great, but you know. It's all you can watch. It's so all you're going to get because we only have three channels. But
0: I will say MASH was apparently great.
1: Yeah. Like it, it lost its way. Like people, they stopped trying after the fifth season. Did like <laughs> you really watch War? Yes, it was set in freaking like war torn Vietnam. Yes, yeah, and because it was Korea, done in, Korea. Sorry, Korea. Sorry, it was done in um uh war torn Korea, and it was set in the Korean conflict. But yeah. because it came out during the seventies, came out during Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. Um but here's how, how little of a shit people gave like halfway through the show like the stars became bigger than the show like in like it's 4th or 5th season you started seeing people of like full on afros just being <laughs> in the show like, they, 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 they threw away all caution to like the period and like you know sensitivities at a time but, still, like, being but accurate. still for
0: the longest time the MASH series finale was like the most highly watched thing on television oh
1: yeah yeah but that's because there's literally nothing else, nothing else to watch but nowadays you know you have so many networks so so much great content which is it's good. arguable to say that almost every channel has like one show that is mind-blowing yeah you know where where, where it used to be like you know oh maybe only hbo has the Mm -hmm. great shows Mm -hmm. only eh? only abc has the great shows now
0: correct me if i'm wrong mr robots on usa right Exactly. so that's theirs yeah Yeah, that's a
1: great curveball
0: man tv series coming back in full force this week a a lot of tv shows are season premiering flash arrow gotham all superheroes is it this week though
1: I, I don't know. Soon.
0: No. <laughs> so let's see here. T- tomorrow, it's Big Bang Theory is back. Gotham is back. Minority Report has a series premiere, which I might check out because I love the movie. Mm. A lot of stuff. Fresh Off the Boat is back. Thank God I love Fresh Off the Boat. Oh. You know they're making a spinoff TV show of Limitless? I was about to say that. Yeah.
1: Limitless, a TV show I'm intending to check out. Only Premier because on the Tuesday. premise fascinates me. Limitless was the movie starring, I did like that movie. starring Bradley yeah. Cooper about the guy that takes the pill and becomes like... He, he, he opens up Yeah. Every not, the, of not, the pill, not the pill. Not the... You know, the not, not contraception
0: yeah not oral contraception yeah.
1: um basically a more logical version of lucy
0: oh i'm yeah. down for that that sounds great yeah and then continuing yeah it's gonna be a great it's a, all of them are coming out this week survivor it's gonna be the best series of survivor ever <laughs> you nerd <laughs> why okay are you gonna tune i just look that's for the survivors now the nerds out there if you don't watch survivor you should if you do watch survivor then you know why the season's gonna be awesome
1: it's actually a really good show I I have stopped caring after 2004.
0: Fair enough, Mo- like most people. But they found their stride, and it's all about the gameplay. It's very interesting.
1: Anyway, are you going
0: to be tuning in, Nathan, to Heroes Reborn?
1: Yes. Only be- My dog is barking. I'm so sorry, guys. That's the only reason you're going to yeah. watch Heroes Reborn? Is dog <laughs> no, is I will be watching Heroes Reborn because I was one of the few that stuck with it. I watched every single episode. I stuck with that fucking show even though it lost its way because of the writer's strike and just you know, too so many characters. Bad. But it lost its way. It eventually got canceled because a lot of people just stopped caring. People are going to stop it, caring. It, they stopped caring because it sucked. They're going to stop caring when you have a character who's deaf and, and, and has the power to manipulate sound waves with rainbow colors. That's just a boring thing. It just power. sucked because the stories got bad. I don't know. I don't remember did. why but, like, the first season, like first Like, Siler became Matt. Matt became Siler. They became one another. They've occupied the opera. same body. Soap opera. It was, but weird. it was
0: so compelling in the first couple
1: of seasons when it was all about save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, Heroes was probably the one of the first series that I properly got obsessed with. Yep. Fun fact: the first major gig that I ever got, like to to me, mm-hmm. I, I, okay, was back in two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. At that point, I had had I, I had had done lots of big gigs and stuff like that, but nothing that really meant a lot to me as a fifteen year old. Right. But in two thousand six, I did a gig. For the Heroes Press Conference. Oh, sorry, the Heroes Private Gala. Wow. Yeah. So um, three people were coming. It was the guy that uh, that played Siler, um Hero, as well as the cheerleader, Hayden Panettiere. Um, Where was this? this they, it was held in the four seasons wow yeah so it was like a private gala like a press thing and they in wanted Singapore. yeah and they wanted a performer for like um the cocktail reception and everything so that was the first gig that actually meant something to me as a 15 year old yeah even though before that i had done like galas and stuff and like big events and stuff but nothing really like resonated with me as a 15 year old nerd right <laughs> but then this one did because it was like oh i get to well, meet yeah. these people from the tv show that i watched and i was so nervous i was so excited to meet them i was like oh i i better sing well it's going to be be so cool that they're gonna watch me and be impressed and I can talk to them and you know I can tell them I'm a huge fan of the show. And then and this was back in two thousand six when Heroes was at its peak. Yeah. You know, like the end of season one peak. Yeah. And and then they were late because of traffic oh. and I never got to meet them because you know, oh, they, no. they, they ushered me out after my performance. Oh that's terrible. so, I never so got
0: you, to Hayden Panettiere never got you here got to hear you sing and then a hero comes along by no. Mariah Carey. <laughs> She's so pretty to carry
1: Hayden Panettiere was gorgeous. Yeah, she's very tiny, though. She's like she is breaking. extremely small. She's
0: like the same height that she, she is now. She's the same
1: height as she was in uh, Remember the Titans. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just with more boobs. Pretty much. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to watch Heroes Reborn. All right, I will be checking that as well, I guess. I guess. I guess. I'm just curious to see what happens. Masioka's um, still in it, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: He's one of the few that are coming back. I think Horne Horn, Glasses is coming that's back. That's because he's really he not had, had any nothing work to do. Since. He's got nothing yeah. to do. All right, well, that's, that's what's been happening this week. That's the news. That's. Heard about that thing? Wee wee wee. Wee 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 wee. All right, and now last segment before we leave you, fine, fine people tonight is our segment favorite thing. Favorite thing.
1: Favorite, favorite things. Favorite
0: things. Nathan, it's been a while since we talked about food, and I'm starving, so we may as well talk about more about food. More
1: food this? Week... Well, we did talk about food like about an hour ago. Yeah, I'm so hungry. This week, <laughs> favorite thing. Favorite sandwich. Favorite sandwich. Okay, I'm going to answer this instantly because I know it. Also because we're a
0: little bit strapped for time. Let me break it down a little bit. How about we do two things? Your favorite sandwich that you can go to a place and get and be like, I want this. And also favorite sandwich if you could make your own sandwich. Oh, okay. Good
1: twist there. Okay, so favorite sandwich that I would get at any sandwich or sub shop. Without a doubt, the meatball marinara. Nice one. The meatball sub. It's just... I know it's not really a sandwich. It's like pasta. Yeah, it is. It's like pasta but you're replacing it in it's rolls a sandwich. Of Look, bread. the beautiful thing
0: that the Earl of Sandwich established way back in the day is that you can put anything in a sandwich. It's yeah. beautiful. It's democratic.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. I I love I, like even like the subway meatball Yeah. Sand. It's 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 tight. I love it. Put some chipotle southwest like a kick of it, just a touch of it. Oh my god, so good. Um it's it's just a full meal and I love it in the US because in the US they always have like these subway deals, right? Yeah, yeah. And I would just eat like a freaking hobo back in boston but like they would homo? have like a homo you eat like a homo I would, I would eat like a homo you get like sausages but not eat it you just suck on it i would just no i would just like arrange the meatballs and the and the subway bread to look oh like, like, to penis. Look like and
0: then yeah. you just suck on it and lick yeah, it up and down okay exactly good.
1: Cool, cool cool yeah do so you um, eat like a hobo yeah just loving that sandwich dick <laughs> um but um yeah they would have five dollar foot longs just like a $5 meatball sub, a foot-long meatball sub. Like I, I, I can't finish that shit, but I will finish that shit because it's a meatball sub, and I'll feel disgusting afterwards, and I will judge myself and feel terrible and think I would need to work out for two straight weeks to work <laughs> it off. But still, for those 10 minutes, I felt like a king, and that's enough. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, regarding sandwiches, so here's a fun fact about me. Um, I haven't done it in a while, but back when I was younger, like around like... Um, maybe like 15 to 19, that age, I was obsessed with making sandwiches at home. I don't know why. I just had like this sandwich kick only because like the, the, the world of sandwiches has opened up to me. I honestly can't explain why. Wait, how old were you? Like, like 14 to 19 around that age. Like whenever I would want to make a snack at home, I would just make a crazy fucking sandwich. Nice. And like, um, for me, the sky's the limit. I would, okay, but here's the thing. I would never mix sweet and savory. Don't do that shit. Not with huh. a sandwich. Okay, well, interesting
0: when you get to my... Okay, Lay off. Anyway.
1: Lay off, son. Mm-mm. Unless you're going to go with like, you know, maybe teriyaki sauce, something that's sweet and savory, but not... I, I'm not... But like, not like peanut butter and tomato sauce, you know, not shit like that. Fair enough. Okay. Anyway, but I would make like crazy ass sandwiches with like four or five layers. And I'll put like... Ham, beef burger patties, pickles, onions, tomatoes, lettuce, mustard, mayo, tomato sauce, chili sauce, every kind of fucking condiment. Sounds great. So much mustard. And it would just be nummy. Pickles. Did I say pickles? Lots of pickles. Olives. Uh pepperoncini.
0: So basically the answer to but the second half of my question was everything. Are you open put everything? I I put put okay,
1: exactly. I think that's why I love it so much. I would just experiment. Sky I would open up the fridge. Sky's the limit. Yeah. I would open up the fridge and be like, what do I have in the fridge today? What's left over? What condiments do I have left? All right, that's going in a sandwich. But shout out to pepperoncini. I don't know if you can I find it here. I love pepperoncini. So yeah, good. They have it in the jar in supermarkets, maybe if you go to like Coast storage or something. Get like a like a jar of pepperoncini. Those things are just like like bright yellow greeny Bits of spicy heaven. Yep. And they're great on sandwiches. And they're great I'm on pizza. Great on pizza. Mm. Mix it with a little bit of mayo to kill the heat. Oh, nice. my gosh. Right. Oh, my gosh. damn I
0: yeah. Okay, my favorite one, without a doubt, there is a sandwich shop. It's legendary. It's in Las Vegas. It's called Capriotis.
1: Capriotis. Have <laughs> you ever been to Vegas? I have been to Vegas as a child.
0: Okay, if you go to Vegas, again, go to this place. It's called Capriotis, and you have to go and order the Bobby. The Bobby. The Bobby. I'm on their website right now. The Bobby is a nationally acclaimed bestseller. Homemade turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, and mayonnaise. Who is it named sum? after? I don't know. Someone Bobby Brown. Someone who's
1: dead, probably. <laughs> Bobby Brown. Someone
0: who has a heart attack and died. Yeah. But yeah, it's like Thanksgiving in a sandwich. It's so good. Like, I mean, there's this is the only sandwich I know of that has bread as an ingredient within the sandwich. It's got stuffing. That's bread,
1: basically. Croutons. Oh,
0: it's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm starving. Oh, I'm my really, God. I'm so I'm hungry. really
1: hungry right now, actually. You're, I'm looking at a picture of that sandwich, and it's killing me. Yep. Okay and then if I was to
0: make a sandwich at home I like to keep it simple I like to make a nice um grilled cheese
1: mm. I, I don't know
0: why but in my family we call it the flying saucer why I don't know we just say I don't know why I don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> but it's like we just take bread good bit of cheese a couple of different fl- if you want and put butter on the outside and yes, you put it in a frying pan That's it's important just, ooh, grill Have up. you ever
1: tried um toasting the bread with butter and a touch of mustard I've tried it with mustard yes Yeah it's tight, like But I always do it on a pan yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, maybe in a small bowl, mm. you mix the butter and the mustard a little bit. Like, mm. slightly melt it so you have, like, that a nice great. little like liquidy thing. Then you coat the outside of the bread with it, and then you toast it. The secret to a good grilled cheese, guys, low heat. Never oh, yeah. do full heat because then the bread doesn't crisp throughout. Like, I, I, flatten, I flatten the shit out of it. Like, I put, my, like, all my weight onto mm. another pan to really make it flat. That's yeah. how I like it. I posted a picture on my Twitter, like, a couple of weeks ago because I was really proud of this grilled cheese Swiss mushroom thing that nice. I made. Oh, my God. It was... So good. Did you cut it diagonally and make yes. it like do that thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. But it's it's always about low heat. Mm-hmm. low heat super important low is low. and you need like great bread that is that you can't use cheap bread because if you use cheap bread it just like everything flows out of it and it doesn't crisp properly i usually use cheap bread because that's usually what i just have on hand but yes i agree like if you have a good oh, like, no, I, 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 I don't i don't mean like homemade loaf strictly but you know maybe like like gardenia bread that's good enough oh okay but like, i'm not talking about like you know the the the, the one dollar per loaf, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that's like really bad stuff yeah Shout oh, out to grilled cheese, man. Shout out to grilled cheese. Shout out to just good sandwiches. Yeah. And like, shout out to things
0: in the middle of bread so things. Honorable mentions. Like, you know my favorite thing in, like, in America, they like, go to the food court, they always have that steak sandwich place. Mm-hmm. You get like a steak sandwich, hoagie, little lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise. Oh,
1: it's so good. I'm, I'm so hungry, Nathan. Can we go get food now? I don't know if this counts as a sandwich, but the other day I made like a toasted croissant uh-huh. with scrambled eggs and smoked salmon. That's a sandwich, baby. Yeah.
0: Anytime you take bread and put stuff in the middle. It's croissant-wich. Croissant-wich. croissant sandwich. croissant sandwich? croissant
1: I did see it you posted
0: a photo on Instagram I was very delicious. proud of that you should have been was, that was lovely it was
1: oh my god it was so good it was, I've made it twice since then this, my secret is to cut the the croissant three times like three times horizontally cut it into three pieces as opposed to two then you use the middle bit and you almost use that as like a post meal, like dipping into the scrambled eggs that you have left. Oh, that's clever. It's tight man. that's clever. Also,
0: you have a thinner croissant so you have more crisp. I thought you were gonna say you dip it in gravy and put it in the middle, like a moist maker. That's from friends. My <laughs> sandwich. You ate my sandwich. My sandwich. Nathan, let's go get a sandwich or something. I'll get hungry. a sandwich, man. Alright, that's good hang for this week, Brosif. Good hang for this week,
1: bro. God. Hulk Brogan. Oh, God. Hulk Brogan. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, brother.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not good hanging man. Running wild. Wrestling talk. Running
1: wild. Well, uh, Woo!
0: Oh, my God. Nathan just ripped his shirt off. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. T- Till then, take care. Take care of yourself and take care of your fellow man or woman. Bye, guys.
1: Stop feeling joy. Get off my lawn